care about Twitch. All right, let's see. I think a lot of people keep closing out. They're like, oh, I'm fucking done with this show. They're just all, they're finished. <laughs> they're just all, well, fuck this. If they're not going to get, they're not going to get it right this time. I'll just go watch something else. <laughs> you know. Well, I don't blame them. Chat is disabled for this live stream. No, that's not what I want. Episode 47, you had me at. Nothing. Question. All right, you guys, can you uh, can you hear V? You can hear me now. Can you hear me now? Oh, oh Mike says he hears you now, V. Remember that guy? Remember the, can you hear me now? <laughs> well, that's good to know. All right, we had to reboot a, the whole thing. In a world. Yeah. See, and, really and if you guys ever want to say that I don't care about, uh, you know, V and... You know, my, my loyalties are to myself and myself only. I could have just written them off here, and I, I could have done this show myself and just done both parts like a puppet. I've been like, what do you think about yeah. that, V? Oh, I don't know. I like jerking off my dick. <laughs> that could be funny, though. That could be a... You had me yeah. at V. <laughs> Let's do that, that episode. Uh, well, now that we got that all, that kink ironed out, as they say. Yeah, you know what's... um. What were we talking about? We were talking about jizz pennies and all that. Yeah, flavored, flavored, uh, flavors of uh, vape that are funny, like salted yeah. jizz and and stuff. Do yours was salted jizz and then, <laughs> um, well, man, man gravy. Yeah, man, man gravy, uh, baby gravy, man biscuits and gravy. Um, and then mine was chlorinated YMCA pool water and. <laughs> um, it's funny. Every pancake time. batter. Pancake batter was the other one. Old pancake <laughs> batter. batter. Do you ever smell pancake batter? Like after yeah, you not... leave it out on the counter after you make all the waffles and shit, and then all of a sudden you come back to it and you're like, oh, what? Who fucking jizzed it's in like here? That. Who like jizzed that in the kitchen? Who, yeah, who like... was having sex in the kitchen? Or just jerking <laughs> off in the kitchen? Or what whatever. does he call it? You remember that movie, um, How to Be a Player, with um, Bill Bellamy back in the day? And he's like, like that's just about Bill Bellamy going around banging all these hot chicks. And he like bangs. Uh, you never seen this movie? Okay, he goes I have and not. He, nope. he bangs Bernie Sanders' wife, and like it, Bernie Sanders comes home, or it's not Bernie Sanders, You're Bernie Mac. About, oh. <laughs> Bernie Mac. <laughs> say, well, yeah, and then Bernie so. Mac comes home, and like you know, Bill Bellamy has to like rush out the door, like because he just finished banging his wife. And Bernie Mac comes in and he goes, it smells like Budissy in here. Butt dick and Budissy. <laughs> Bud so if you ever want to think about a name for a smell, what that smell is, it's Budissy. You know what's weird is I posted um, I posted the link to the, to the whatever, and um, it's gone now. I went looking for it because I was going to delete it, you know, just because the old link was, was no longer good. And... Uh, it's gone. So I don't know. Yeah, Twitter must have just torn it down. Been like fuck everybody just bounced. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that was too much. Too much work to listen to that show. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're a high maintenance show. So <laughs> it's cost of uh, watching. You had me at Bigfoot, and we're eleven minutes in already. We cut into our uh, duologue time. Yeah, the, the opening remarks, as I like to call it. Yeah, I call it the duologue because instead it's of a monologue, good. I like that. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Um. 
So what the hell were we talking about other than just <laughs> what's been going on in your what's what's going on in your life, V? I want to hear about you. I want to hear about what's well. I'm sure the people I know what's going on with you or whatever. I hear about all your your troubles yeah. and whatnot. But uh, I'm sure the people at home, uh, all four of them, five of them, uh, would like to know. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna pass the mic over to you. Uh, well, you know, not too much. Um, this week's been kind of like dead, other than like watching Twitter and the news and stuff like with all the stuff that's going on and whatnot. But, um, yeah, nothing really significant, I don't think. I've been uh, pretty much sitting on the couch watching TV and playing video games, as I am wont to do. Um, I slept a lot the past couple days. I know that's super interesting, me sleeping a lot. (laughs) Um, I ate, like, too much cheese. I think I was telling you about this earlier. I, I I eat a lot of foods that have cheese on it, and I'm starting to, like, learn that that's probably not a good idea in my, um, you know, my, uh, late thirties, yeah. <laughs> my late, my late thirties. And so I go, oh, I probably shouldn't eat, especially like my stomach is starting to get all fucking, uh, dude, today I was just like on the toilet and it was like, like variations of poops, you know, like first it was just like pee out of my butt. And then it was just like logs, like serious logs, turds. And so that's not, uh, you know, there's nothing fun about like having to deal with like stuff constantly coming out of your ass. And I know that's, Probably the most important thing in our topic today is how much I pooped today. But um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, man, like when you get older, you probably want to lay off the cheese. I know it's like the best thing ever. And cheese is, you know, I mean, it goes good on a lot of things, everything, you oh, know, no doubt. No doubt. but, um, but I started thinking about my age today. Like I started, man, I'm getting old, you know, and like I smoke and like, that's not good either. Like I smoke a lot and. I was like, ah, oh, but it's so hard to quit. And, like, I keep thinking, like, I probably need to quit smoking, you know? Like, I keep thinking that. Like, it's probably time where, you know, I, I need to dial back or, like, stop. Like, at least get get down to, like, less than a pack a day, you know? Not to mention it's pretty expensive, you know, after a while. It's, like, a pack a day, that's, like, 300 bucks a month. You know, that's that's getting up there. You know, but that's us. I've been smoking since I was, like, 16, dude, you know? And, like, now I'm like, oh, fuck it's time to quit, you know, but there's, it's so hard. Like I, and I, it sounds so pathetic when I say it's so hard to quit, <laughs> but it really is. Cause like, I remember this one time when I was younger and I'll tell you a story. I was probably like early twenties. I want to say like 2021. 20, and like, I was so angry, like I'm going to quit smoking. And I like threw like my pack of cigarettes out in the desert behind my house. And I was like, I'm done. I'm never smoking again. And like, I was good. Like that whole day I was like, yeah, like proud of myself. And then I woke up and the first thing I was like, man, I got to go find that pack of cigarettes. Was it still there? <laughs> no, I never found it. I, oh. I had to go buy it. I had to go buy a new pack, but, um, and then I, I don't know, I was thinking today, like, you know, what if you just like embrace it, you know? And like, then one day when you get like emphysema, you can do like funny things. Like I can joke about asthma. Like I'll, I'll get that trach thing, you know, the, where you can talk like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, and I'll always tell people that have asthma that I don't want to hear anything about asthma because I have that trach thing, but it'll <laughs> sound, you know, I'll be like, I don't want to hear anything about asthma because <laughs> <laughs> I'll have that trach thing. It'll be like the one thing that I can lord over people, but um, probably should quit. Probably like you know, I I feel like I did pretty good like quitting uh, drugs and alcohol and all that. It's I'm like literally three years clean uh, uh, the day before yesterday, three years, three year mark or whatever. But um, I feel like we already I don't know, congratulated you, got... you for that. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. You know, I, otherwise, you, I would. You don't have to, I would do it again. Yeah, no, I don't want to no. like harp on it or whatever. Become yeah. like a. <laughs> You know, every time I'm like three months and two days or three years and two days, bro. Like, oh, let's do a shot. Yeah, yeah, every day. 
Um, so I think, I don't know, I, I, like everybody's got to have a vice, you know, and like, fuck, dude, what am I supposed to do? And I, I like the temptation to drink is always there. Like every time I'm at the grocery store, I'm like, oh, I'll just get like a bottle of something. And, you know, I, I'm a big fan, as you know, of white Russians. And it's always like, oh, but they're so delicious. Like I've always liked booze for the taste. Like I've never been a fan of beer because I never cared for the taste. But like there are some booze that I just love the taste of. And like white Russians is my favorite because it's sweet and all that. And I love milk. Because you're, but, uh, a, you're a Russian um, troll. You're a Russian bot on the yeah. internet. Yeah, exactly. You got so Donald that's... Trump elected, you bastard. <laughs> so I'd like to think so. But um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the gist of what's been going on with me is just like bodily functions, I guess. If you want to, if you want to break it down, what's happening with me this week, just a lot of bodily functions, really. <laughs> how's, so... your, how's your penis doing? We haven't talked about your penis yet. My, <laughs> my peen? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's covered in hair. It's surrounded by a, like a forest. I haven't shaved uh, my balls in a while. The last time I shaved my balls was when Taka-chan was out here, which I want to say was January. You know, and so I shaved, you know, because I, you know, you got to shave because you're going to have sex and it's just not appropriate. Well, I don't know. I don't know how women feel about this. And somebody, if we have any women in our audience, they can correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I'm pretty sure that women aren't too fond of like hairy balls. And so like when I know that I'm going to get laid, I make sure that I like manscape, you know. But um, since I haven't been getting laid <laughs> in the past, uh, I don't know, five, six months, um, it's been kind of like bushy. And, you know, I'm hairy by nature, so. It's uh, it's getting out there, you know. It's getting uh, the bush is getting larger than the peen, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's basically just a bush down there. If you didn't, uh, if you didn't know, you'd probably think it was just a mangina, because <laughs> it's just a giant bush and like hairy, dude. Like you know, we're we're hairy men, you and I. So you probably understand. Like at some point, you go, damn, my bush is just getting out of hand. I like how and you I know a- how hairy I am. Like, <laughs> well, I know the, I know Tom. I know you're hairy as well. Like, well, how do you know such a thing? Uh, it's not. Me and not I used to hang out a lot. <laughs> it's not something that I'm proud of. But I always tell people whenever they ask, like, how, how close are you with Tom? I go, well, let me put it like this: we've both filmed each other on the toilet before, <laughs> <laughs> and that is the truth. There, are, I'll have to find. I'll, I'll take screenshots from our old videos or, or whatever, and I'll, I'll get us both like when we're sitting on the toilet, and those can be our, our little yeah. emoji or not emojis, but our little uh, profile pictures yeah. and shit, avatars and shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's the gist. If you're interested in my penis, that's how it's going down. So, what about you? Anything new in your world? I know you're dealing with some birds. The birds. I'm a bird your... guy. I'm, I'm the king of the birds. Yeah. Now. I'm, a, I'm a mama bird. I've been yeah. taking care of birds a lot. Um, actually, uh, we have a new nest in the backyard. I know, well, one of them set up when we went up to Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. Um, or a week ago, whenever it was that we went up there. Uh, one of them, I guess the since I wasn't out there for an entire day, uh, my wife came home to the to the house after work, and she, she told me that there's a whole new nest on the light fixture right outside the door. And I was like, these right. are some brave birds that are just setting up shop right above the light, you know, where I walk right out. And uh, th- there are no eggs in it or anything, so it's like a bird did like a hit and run on my uh, on my. <laughs> they know picture. you're. They know you're cool. They're like this guy's cool, so we'll just. We'll yeah, just, just throw. Yeah, just set it up anywhere. It doesn't matter. Put it in his chair. Like that's like the one off limits place is the chair. Like they know that that's where I sit until like it's, the sun starts going down. Then I got to move to this other chair at the other end of the table to get out of the right. sun. Uh, but yeah, I've got um, those birds that are in my fern uh they're they're growing up you can see them now like it used to be you know when when they're born it's so funny like when you watch i don't know if anybody's ever watched uh birds 
the the life process of a of a baby bird. It's like the most interesting thing in the world. I'm sure everybody watches birds. Yeah, well, see, that's my thing. I I rescued three of them, four of them. I'm sorry, and then they kept getting picked off. And this is on the back end of the yard or whatever. I found them like my dogs had knocked over the nest, and all of the babies except for one, I think, was had been knocked. I knew there were four eggs in there, so there should have been four babies, but there was only one. So I went back there and I I, didn't, I only saw the one bird. So I had to dig around in the grass and shit and find these other baby birds. I put them back up in there, and every day I went back there, one would be missing. Like they like one would end up getting picked off by one of the other birds of prey, because uh, we get a lot of hawks and um, various types of falcons and shit and owls and anything. They just love eating baby birds, and these birds were not in a good position. Um, that the, the mama bird set them up for failure. I assume one of them survived because there was one for like several days in a row when I went out there and I stopped fucking with it. Um, and then I had to start worrying about the fern, the fern birds. And, uh, but yeah, it's funny when you watch them, once they're born, they're just like little blobs that just lie there. They have no function, no ability to stand or function or anything. They just lie there on the, on the freaking bottom of the nest. And then the mama bird comes and, just protects them and shit but they're in a good place they're very shrouded from predators and even my dogs can't get to them because the fern is like six seven feet up in the air and uh so i've been watching these birds now they're standing up and they like you know they'll sit up there and chirp at me and you can see them through the opening where the bird flies in and feeds them and shit and you know i'll go and i'll talk to them those are my those are my babies and then i got another robin this the the finches are the ones that are in the fern i got a robin in the other tree right by the patio and uh yeah she's she's uh sitting on the eggs right now so i look forward to seeing those birds here in the near future That's didn't you say it. that uh didn't you say that the the ones in the fern were um there was like another bird that was coming over and taking care of them too that like wasn't the mom yeah that's what i thought so there was um when i put up that fern literally the next day i had birds fighting for that territory like i, I didn't even like I, I couldn't even water it for a while because these birds were trying to like set up shop in it and i had a finch that was coming in from the left and i had a robin that was coming in from the right and so where the robin would come in that's where the nest ended up being so i think what happened was the rob or the robin made the nest and then the finch took it over and laid its eggs but then the robin was confused and kept like coming and sitting on the eggs and fighting off this finch finally these uh baby birds were born and they're finches so it turns out i thought that i and i you can't tell when they're just that little blob but now that they're getting a little older i'm like oh these are finches because the finch would come and feed them and i thought the finch was just feeding the robin's babies and i was like mm-hmm. well, that's neat but i think it's the finch's babies just based on what they look like now so yeah it was a confusing time i mean like i i sent you those videos of that that uh robin yeah. kept attacking the finch when it would try to get into the nest but yeah fascinating stuff birds birds are yeah pretty it's cool. interesting it really we get, is we get crows falcons hawks uh, uh what else do we get the owls robins finches cardinals excuse me um i'm getting choked up over here no we, we have all those uh <laughs> and i used to have to be careful because we'd have these big ass birds that would try to take chewy when he was a puppy and so i'd have to like watch him when he was out in the yard and all of a sudden i'd see like a big hawk or falcon or whatever flying around circling around getting ready to swoop in and i'd oh, have to like, yeah. run out there real quick and be like chewy this is no place for you <laughs> we must yeah, go those things they'll, they'll snatch it up yeah. they will those those falcons man they're they're like 
They can lift shit, and they'll just eat it. That's that's insane to think about. Those things uh, well, are we part were, dinosaur. Yeah, well, they are descendants of dinosaurs, right? Yeah. Um, they uh, not so much lizards. Lizards are descendants of the lizard people. The uh... <laughs> <laughs> fucking reptilian. I knew it. The um, no, Every that's time. a lot of people don't realize this. How cool uh, like raptors are because that's what they're called. Birds of prey. That they're called raptors, like the falcons, mm. the owls, the um, eagles, all them. Uh, anything that eats small game like that instead of like bugs and shit, like the the regular birds that you see flying around. Um, these birds of prey, you know, you've got like the golden eagle, the bald eagle, the, um, there's another big one. Uh, I forget which ones I was, I was showing you. The peregrine falcon is one of my favorites because the peregrine falcon is actually the fastest animal on the planet. Uh, a lot of people think that it's a cheetah. The cheetah is the fastest land animal, but the peregrine falcon is the fastest animal on the planet, uh, to include, include land, sea, and air. And what they do is they attack other birds that are flying like other birds of prey. So like they fly higher than the other birds. And what they'll do is they'll circle around. And as soon as they see another bird circling around trying to get a mouse or a rabbit, this peregrine falcon will dive bomb and snatch them. And they go like 200 and some miles an hour when they're dive bombing. And they'll kill that bird right in the air. That is insane. What about albatrosses? What about those birds? I don't know. I don't know enough about... um, (laughs) They're huge. They got like the biggest wingspan, right? Albatross. um, No, remember that one that I sent you the other day? It was uh, it had the largest wingspan. I mean, they're they're insane. The uh, some of them you would never know it, and unless you got like real close to them, because you never come in contact with these damn things. Right. Uh, right. Same thing with the golden eagle. I mean, you can be a falconer and have a golden eagle, but you have to be like a level five falconer, which is like (laughs) years and years of training and shit that you level five. Yeah. That makes it sound like a video game thing, like a class that you switch to and you're Oh, that's like, what I'm, a, I'm, I'm a level five falconer. It's true. That's how it works. Like, you, what to level be, is your falconer, bro? Well, I would be a level zero because I'm not allowed. And see, this is where government overreach. And I'm glad we're getting into this because we can transition here in a second. Um, this is where government overreach is problematic. And in another reason why they're problematic, because uh, in order to have a pet bird, the only types of birds that you can have as pets without a license are ones that are not native to the United States. So if you want to have a pet crow, you have to have a license to do so, like a a bird handling license or a bird uh, protection license or whatever conservation, uh, whatever bullshit, uh, like a, a bird keeper license that you have to actually apply and get. And you have to go through this testing process and licensing process and, uh, all this sort of crap just to have a native bird in your possession. So if you get caught with a crow or, um, I don't know, like a raven or whatever, like, or a turkey, like a pet turkey, <laughs> if you get caught with these things, like you, as a pet, you can be fined by uh, the government, which is ridiculous. But you can kill them, right? You can kill these animals, and that's fine, uh, especially if they're on your property. You don't even need, like, a hunting license to kill a crow or really? an animal. Yeah, you can just do it if they're on your property. But to, ca- to take care of one, you have to have a license. Um oh, God. And with falconing, you have to go through a class. Like the way I uh, I remember it being explained to me by a guy who was a falconer, like a level five falconer. Um, <laughs> he, he was like, you have to apply, you have to pay the licensing fees and the uh, the testing fees and all this crap. And then they send you this thick book about falconing. 
and you have to like basically memorize it because then you go and take the test and if you pass the test then you have to go into an apprenticeship program like a falconing apprenticeship program where you do x amount of hours with somebody who is properly licensed and like a level above you in order to become a level one falconer and then at that point you can test to become level two three four five but each one (laughs) Uh, each one means that you can have certain types of birds. Like level one is just your basic like falcon, like the smaller, easy, easier to handle ones. But then like level five is the golden eagle, which can take down deer. Like, but the problem with golden eagles because you have to take them out so often, and you have to like log. This is like government mandate. You have to log how many hours you spend out hunting with your bird because it has to hunt a certain amount of hours each year or you lose your license or you lose that animal. They'll come and take that animal. And these falcons, it's not like a dog where like a dog you can easily be like, oh, you know, hey, you're home. Welcome home. And like they just run around the house and you can train them real easy. Falcons, they can just take off and be gone. You have to like really, but people talk about how cats are hard to, get their affection or whatever like a falcon is a wild animal that you trap and you and you bring home and you have to train and at any time they could just leave and never come back and you would be like uh what can you do blew blew it there right but all this time that you spent is lost and all this effort that you spent is lost on this one bird and it takes so long to train these things and it's so funny because the guy that i was talking to the falconer he had this one bird that he had just caught and this thing was looking at him like it was furious like they have to keep him on this short leash and then the the leather the super strong durable leather right, glove right, right. And they keep the him on gauntlet his, yeah, yeah a gauntlet there you go um but you keep him on a short super short leash and it'll try to fly off for a second but then it'll land and it'll realize well i'm not going anywhere and it just sat there mean mugging this guy the whole time he was talking to me and he was just <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll have to find the picture because it's really funny and he's like, is he looking at me? And I'm like, yeah, he doesn't look too happy either. He's like, yeah, he's not sure about me yet. I just caught him recently. Um, but yeah, you have to do that for like, uh, depending on the level, you can have like certain types of falcons, certain types of um, eagles, certain types of owls. Um, and it just, it's it, it's a good system in that like the easier to handle ones are the level yeah. one and then like the super difficult ones, like the golden eagle, you have to go out to an area where there's nothing for like five miles in any direction like no human life um or roads or civilization for five miles to let it fly because if it sees people um it might be distract it might become distracted it might attack it might whatever but you have to be in an area where it can just fly free and hunt for whatever it wants to hunt for and then maybe it comes back to you maybe it doesn't depending on the relationship you have with your uh, bird so it's pretty. It's a pretty cool hobby. I think anybody who's a falconer, I think that's something to brag about because it's yeah. a difficult. No, I agree. Uh, vocation. I agree with you on that. I think having an owl would be cool too. Oh That'd yeah, be cool. no doubt. But you can't have one unless you're a falconer, or unless you have proper licensing, or unless it's from another country. So don't try catching like a barn owl or something and trying to keep it a pet. <laughs> you're. But, I just always wanted to have a vulture. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Like, yeah, and then just not? have it in your yard so that it can like go around, get it to like you, and then you know it can clean up all the you know the whatever animals that get into your garden and shit, like yeah, all the go, rabbits. But I have Chewy for that. I have, I have Chewy to do that. He kills all the rabbits and all that stuff. So, to uh, what do you want to cheers to? Oh, I don't know. Uh, what about? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. 
You'll have to figure something out because I'm at a loss here. I guess birds. Uh, I don't know. Fuck, fuck birds. <laughs> birds aren't that cool. Fuck birds. Yeah, fuck birds. Fuck them. I'm gonna get the hiccups here in a minute because of that. Uh, it's that so, spicy stuff. The um, Buzz Busby said Tom's spending his Trump bucks on a Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> That's too expensive to go through the process. I'll um, I'll just catch one and say, you know what? I'm gonna like. I want a pet crow. I would love to have a pet crow because I think they're they're one of the smartest birds out there. Truthfully, and you can look that. You can fact check me there. <laughs> the um they actually have facial recognition like they'll remember people's faces um and they can actually talk or mimic speech uh if you you know if you work with them or whatever they can and if you enough repetitism they'll uh they'll actually learn to mimic speech so they're really cool animals they're kind of a pest like they're <laughs> like if you have them in your house they'll rip shit up kind of like a they're like forever like a puppy like they'll always be ripping and chewing on shit but um yeah, I think they're a fascinating pet, and anything that can mimic speech, any kind of bird that can mimic speech is pretty funny to me. Like crows? Um, We're talking about crows? Yeah. Wouldn't it be crows. cool if you could, like, train a bunch of crows that, like, every time you entered a room, they, like, flew out from behind you? Yeah, that would be, be amazing. Or, like, <laughs> any kind of bird, really. Just, like, to be a nuisance or whatever. And then you yeah. walk into the room, and, and all of a sudden a bunch of birds follow behind you, and you're like, attack! <laughs> and whether yeah. they do or not, like, it's going to freak people out, and they're going to, you know, run off into the distance. Mm. um yeah any kind of so, bird would do that so what are we uh we made it to the we we did we did good what are we uh discussing today i mean i know but uh um well you want to you want to bring it up uh delicately or should we bring it up uh i guess we can we can start out by saying that um you know uh, it ties into what's going on in the nation and and you uh had already brought up at some point uh the um you had already brought up the the riots and such and trying to keep up with the riots and i've been doing a yeah. lot of that too i've been watching them what i do is i go onto youtube and i type whatever city protests and then i go to the filters and i hit live and then i can watch the live riots or whatever cuz mm -hmm. let's be honest it's not protests it's riots especially and i don't no, really yeah. watch i don't really watch until after dark because that's when the crazies come out. Yeah, right, And that's right, when the fun right. stuff happens. Because who wants to sit around and watch New Justice, New Peace all day long or whatever? Um, and by the way, for uh, legal purposes, uh, last week I, said, I made the comment. Um, uh, our, lawyer, our lawyer told us to say this, right? Uh, last week I made the comment, why aren't these pussies attacking? And I'm paraphrasing. Why aren't these pussies attacking the police station? At least that's who they're mad at. Why are they attacking a Target and a Wendy's and a uh, AutoZone and uh, what was the other thing that they attacked? The affordable housing complex yeah. or whatever the Section Eight yeah, housing. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are they attacking these things? Those pussies should be attacking the police station, if if anything. And then they did the following yeah, day. That so did I have happen. to. I have to at this point say, I was kidding. I guess. Um, <laughs> or I was, I, let me walk it back and say, okay, you did it. Let's, you know, let's whatever. I'm removing myself from that equation. I mean, I said it, you did it and we're there, but 
I'm not going any further as to say like, hey, this is what you should do next or whatever, because I feel yeah, somewhat yeah, responsible. You'll get no more support from us, you assholes. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? <laughs> We're not telling you any more things to do. The, like um, they listen to our show or something. Well, you know what's they're funny? All, Remember all, those Bigfoot guys, man. They said we should. <laughs> it was Tom and V, and the cops immediately know who they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, those guys! I knew it. Um, the uh, no, like what we said. Uh, off the air or whatever when i said something like well at least i didn't tell him to fucking kill a cop and then they did i'm like well, yeah thank god i didn't say that either um but yeah that's uh yeah i guess I, I had to like get that out there like i don't support killing police officers i don't support burning down police departments i will say like hey at least you took out the police department you'd in minneapolis which i think was appropriate to some degree like nobody was hurt there but you burnt down the building. Great. Okay. You got it out of your system. You did what I said. I'm removing myself from that. Okay. Thank you. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you for, <laughs> thank you for that. So what I do want to talk about, while I don't think black lives matter is a legitimate organization, I think it's actually, um, the, the, the product of what, uh, the Russian propaganda that actually was proven in the Mueller report, right? Yeah. We know that black lives matter was created and, uh, funded by and advertised by the Russians that, was like the entire Russian propaganda, the Russian yeah. collusion Concord. shit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Black Lives Matter was the only thing that was proven out of that. And yet, like four years later, here we are again. Like you guys are falling for the same shit again. Yeah. Um, the exact same shit. It's not even a different name. Like they didn't even change the name. They're just yeah. like, oh, Black Lives Matter. Well, um, they knew. They knew it's like the easiest thing to manipulate them with is just to use the, the thing that gets them riled up the most. It's crazy, too, man, that Mueller, you know, when you sent it to me, I read the whole thing because it blew me away, like all the stuff and like like that they got people to do like literally like they would get people to go have these protests, quote unquote, and be like, OK, now you're going to dress up like Hillary Clinton and be inside of a cage and do this, this and this. Mm -hmm. And like these are in the report, like this is literally stuff that they got people to do. And it's kind of weird, like to look at what's going on right now and not go, this is like calculated, dude. Like this is <laughs> there's like there's no way that there's not somebody behind the scenes going, all right, you dumbass, here's what you're going to do next. And they're all and people are dumb. Like this is me ranting already. That's like the people are dumb, dude. They're so easily manipulated. Like it's sad to say, like I I have this lost faith in humanity and, you know, I'm a misanthrope. So, you know, call me what you want. But you look at society and you go, holy shit, what, like, why are you people doing this? Like, are you dumb? Like, is this really how you solve your problems? And, like, I don't know, dude. I shake my head. I was telling my dad today. I, I shake my head at it because I go, what kind of, like, what are you hoping to achieve? Like, okay, you got that done. Now what? What's next? You're just going to keep looting and rioting? Like, is that what you think, like, is the step to, like, solving this issue? Like, that's not solving anything. You know, and I, I'm, like, I know I'm getting preachy here. But, um... I, I've been kind of like disgusted with with what's going on, and like I shake my head. I I don't um, I don't endorse anything like that. You know, I don't think that solves anything. And I'm not saying that like you know conversation is everything too. I'm not saying that because you know at sometimes you got to stand your ground or whatever. But I don't think that like stealing from businesses and like burning down like your own city, like how is that like logic? You know, like how is that logical? Like you're you're only hurting your community. You know what I mean? Like, you're not hurting the government. You know, the government is still there. They're still there, you know? So that's my rant for right now. I'll, I'm sure I'll rant more later once we get deeper into the topic. Um, so what specifically, why don't you uh, let loose the uh, topic here? Well, okay. I guess I can do that. Um, 
No, but my point I was making with that was like, um, oh, and by the way, George Soros actually <laughs> funny. Like we always have to bring up George Soros because he's fucking behind everything. And yeah. uh, he was the one who specifically said black people are the most easily manipulated and I'll infiltrate using them to do so. So, and here we are with uh, George Soros, the topic of discussion again. Um, he, uh, now this Black Lives Matter thing, I get it. People are mad, legitimately so. They are upset mm -hmm. about uh, being disenfranchised and being uh, the subject of another uh, police killing and, and this, that, and the other, which was oddly enough, like, timed perfectly that the coronavirus was ending and then all of a sudden a black guy gets killed by a police officer which is like always the hot topic so and then by the way the vehicle that uh they were driving the license plate was police which isn't how the police department does it but um for the purpose of like the video i'm sure it was great and oh by the way the four officers that were there it was like a white guy a somali guy a chinese a Chinese, Chinese, <laughs> and then um, and I then, was hoping you to, and I want to say a Hispanic guy. So it looked like the cast of Mad TV, like the most <laughs> diversely cast, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, sketch that you could possibly have. And then, right. oh, by the way, the police officer who killed this supposedly killed this George Floyd guy, um, they worked together. George Floyd and this police officer, they worked together as uh, what bouncers at a at a bar or whatever or a nightclub previous to the this whole incident so i mean like they knew each other and um like the dude wanted to be filmed while he was doing it and he never once was like oh shit i'm being filmed i should probably right. not do this illegal tactic um and he was just like super cool about it so like it's all very very fishy to me anyways yeah, which yeah. i start i'm like under the assumption that george floyd isn't even probably dead is my opinion uh but only time will tell we'll find out and um or we probably won't just like epstein i mean epstein's probably not dead either but whatever um but this yeah. whole black lives matter thing like i get it it's a great time for that because it's the election and uh people are instinctively mad because they're either a not interested in the truth behind it b they're just like easily manipulated c um they're being paid to be upset about it or they're being yeah. paid to push it like the media media is pushing it like crazy um politicians on the political left are pushing it like crazy i mean these are all things like what better way to distract right. you from joe biden being totally incompetent than yeah. to have some like major event like this and since coronavirus kind of fizzled out yeah well, what's up with got, that we've got protests <laughs> or whatever like national protests and like extreme riots where bricks are being delivered on pallets so that people can go even police officers were dropping off bricks at certain locations that were like high value targets and shit yeah so yeah. do i think that the black lives matter people are necessarily like um paid actors or whatever no i think the black lives matter people are just people who are probably not very bright and were easily manipulated mm -hmm. or and or are people who are just legitimately upset about this whole thing who do I think is really responsible for all this? I think that uh, would be the topic of our discussion. It would be Antifa. 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 Yeah. Antifa. 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 Whatever Antifa. they want to pronounce it. I call it Antifa. However you ever want to call it, yeah. Um, because Antifa. I, call, you know, like you I hear Antifa that. a lot. That's the popular right. one. But then like yeah, the Antifa. people who identify as Antifa are like, well, it's actually Antifa. I'm like, I've yeah. never heard somebody say like Antichrist or um i'm uh yeah 
I'm I'm anti this or anti well, that. Well, doesn't it mean it means anti-fascist, right? Isn't that what it means? That's what they, the history of it would say that it's anti-fascist. But based on like the Antifa that we know today, it would be anti-First Amendment is what I think Antifa stands for. <laughs> yeah, no, I I uh, I'm with you on that one. But either hey. way, it comes down to whether you pronounce the word anti anti or anti. So it's yeah. either antifa or anti. Well, they anti-fa. call it anti, anti, antifa. Like they yeah. they don't even do it like either anti or anti. They don't do it as either one. They do it as anti, antifa. Is how it's like, like the, a lot of them. It's pronounce like that it. saying: you say toma- tomato, and I say you're a moron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's and that's how I feel about a lot of these people. And that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be bashing um, yeah. antifa. Um, but we're going to be yes. talking about because all you hear from the media, right? The the, the mainstream media. We can't pretend that we are not also like uh, lumped into that fake news category of journalists and journalism uh, mm-hmm. because we have a platform, albeit a small one, but we have yeah. a platform where we deliver news. We are like we have to kind of like take whatever the popular opinion is and take the opposite of that, right? Yeah. So like the popular we're, we're opinion, con- we're contrarians. Yeah, exactly. Right? Hey, yeah. by the way, everybody in the chat. Um, is V, can you hear V, first of all? And then second of all, is he kind of echoing? Because I'm I'm having an, I had to kind of like make some finagle. Am some I echoing? In a world. In a world. Man. <laughs> I have to do that every time. That's my testing the mic. Testing. I'm just going to repeat One, two, what you say, testing, like testing. right after you say How does it. does so my it voice like, sound? <laughs> sounds like you're being, uh, you're echoing. Um, is it echoing in a way that's like difficult to, um, let me see. Maybe I'll turn mm-hmm. it down here. It's done that a couple times before, I've noticed. Oh, here we go. You've had it set on echo the whole time? In a world. Okay. No, I think we're good now. <laughs> v, Is can, it good? can you hear V now? Do your can little... you guys hear me now? Can you hear me now? Testing one, two, three. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, yeah, I had nice. to I had to mess with some stuff and he shouldn't be echoing now cuz what was happening was I have him coming in through my headphones and I noticed that when he was talking earlier the little mic thing on the screen was showing that you, like <laughs> it sounded like my mic was showing what you were saying and I was like, "Well, that's ah, weird." And I took ah. my headphones off and realized you were coming through the speakers. Um mm. so but as long as everybody could understand you before, uh people will you know, they'll be fine. Um, so Antifa, Antifa, these, uh, you know, the black, these mold, the Muldoons. What do you know about Antifa? V? Talk, talk to me about well, Antifa. Okay. I, my knowledge you know? is limited. And like, as, as always, my knowledge is limited because I'm not a very smart man. So I know like oh, what I it. see and read in the media and like what's going on and people going, it's Antifa, it's Antifa. And like me going, well, is it, what do I know about them? As far as I know, okay, this is my perception. I'll tell you my perception of what Antifa is based on what I know. And this is like without ever like going to Wikipedia or like reading anything. My perception of Antifa is that it's a, a bunch of like millennials that wear like clothes from Hot Topic and like have like nose rings and like those like ear loops or whatever. And they like skateboard around, but they don't actually know how to do tricks. They just use a skateboard to get around. And they like, um, uh, are all SJWs. Like, all of them are SJWs, and they don't like being offended. But um, I don't know. That's kind of what I know. Like, that's, like, the knowledge base that I have. Um, 
based on what's going on right now, it seems like they're just violent motherfuckers that need their asses whooped. That's all it seems like. To, every time, and this is me again getting on my soapbox, every time I see somebody like being violent with these guys out there looting and rioting, I go, where is Superman, dude? Like someone needs to show up <laughs> and just start whooping ass, dude. Just start like, like, you know, that scene, I love that scene in The Watchmen where the comedian flies down from the Archimedes and he like lands in the midst of those riots and he just socks that chick. <laughs> it's the first thing he does. It's like punch that chick and then just start shooting into the crowd. Like, what is with these people? You know, like, what's what's with them? Most people just but, need a good ass whipping. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it comes down to. But I don't know. I like that's kind of the gist of what I know. Um, I do know that it's it means anti-fascist or anti-First Amendment, like we said before. <laughs> but um, that's kind of it. Like, that's that's what I know. I know they're radical left wing motherfuckers. That's what they are. Like, really, yeah. that's what they are is they're just radical left wing motherfuckers. And that's like putting it, you know subtly yeah that's about as subtle as you can get um (laughs) so let me let me read something here for you uh you're you're not wrong i don't think any of the things that you said are wrong um but specifically uh antifa has existed since the 1920s um and and they were actually created um well i'm you know what i read all this shit i'm just gonna i'm just gonna regurgitate what i read earlier rather than sitting here and reading off of like that's more entertaining anyway yeah um, I thought, you know, I, like I said, we, we got to be that like opposite because all you hear about Antifa is all the like the sunshine and roses and flowers and shit and yeah, how yeah, they're yeah. like oppressed and and all that bull crap. Uh, we have to be the guys who paint them as who they really are. And like we have to be the contrarians, like you said. So um, but I'm going to give you the real information about Antifa, which is no less uh, like painting them in a in a horribly disgusting manner i mean like i'm just painting them as they are uh they actually the the whole concept of antifa comes from the 1920s or 1930s back when uh, nazism was on the rise in germany and Mm -hmm. uh they actually created this like underground movement called the anti-fascist um action which i think is the same word in german as it is in, in english but it's spelled differently uh but they they created this movement to try to stop the Nazis, and to what they did was they were they were communist and they were trying to explain that basically the Nazis were evil. But then it quickly became well anybody who is who contradicts us is evil. So like all these other parties that were coming up after World War One, uh, the anti fascists were saying that oh these parties are all garbage we are the one true party and they were communists remind you uh we are the one true party you if you don't join us you're a nazi you're no better than the nazis which i don't know if that sounds familiar like the exact thing that we're hearing now but uh that's what they did back in the 1920s and 1930s and then it kind of picked up steam and then world war ii happened and then they there are like tales among the anti-fascists that like back then there were like saboteurs and stuff in um in Germany who are fighting the Nazis. I don't think that's true, especially when people talk about how Antifa was there on Normandy. They were the guys who were storming the beaches on, uh, during operation overlord. But then like to like two days ago, they ended up vandalizing the world war two Memorial in Washington, DC. So it's right. like, if you guys were the anti-fascists who were there on Normandy, why would you vandalize the world war ii memorial of like the greatest generation the guys who went on fought uh the nazis literally uh, yeah. the literal nazis why would you attack them but whatever anyways i'm not going to get into that 
it kind of died off for a while uh as did communism like we all know like it and it had its little pockets throughout history where communism was popular but um it didn't come around again until like i think the 1980s when uh reagan came around because anti-fascists became a uh, anti-capitalism anti-republicans anti-conservatism anti-religion anti like basically all the the common core values of uh the united states like the things that we hold dear as individuals not necessarily as a an entire population but the things the traditional values that we hold dear uh antifa became anti that and that's how they began uh they got their rise again and they kind of blew up a little bit for a little while in the 1980s and then it just became like these fringe uh little groups of like anarchists and um extreme left-wing individuals and all that and it wasn't until uh donald trump because they kind of had they had what they wanted they had bill clinton then they had uh george bush and then they had barack obama so they had a good long run of like hey this is what we want we just want a bunch of democrats in office who you know don't like are gonna let us do our thing and they're gonna continue to live this new world order bullshit and which i know george bush was supposedly republican he wasn't um but he's obviously not now and we can see it now you're starting to see the true colors of george bush but um they had that good long run where like they didn't need to be out they didn't need to be out protesting and all that crap so they kind of went away until donald trump came and threatened to destroy all that and like take us back to traditional conservative values and uh start to put the hurt on like anarchists and bring back law and order and stuff all of a sudden they were yeah. like wait a minute wait this is what not what we work for and so they came back for the 2016 election around that time and they've been here ever since they they've become very popular now this is not just a united states thing this has also existed in obviously in europe there are fringe mm -hmm. like those small pockets throughout the world or whatever but primarily we're seeing them in the united states because we have such entitled spoiled brats who are mm -hmm. who are being faced with this new threat that donald trump presents of like hey the way forward is not going to be easy and they're like well it should be for lazy people like it needs to be easy we need to make everything free and participation trophies for everybody so that's what antifa is fighting for and with donald trump threatening that and not going along with the new world order as did like literally every other nation in the world um that's a problem so we see it a lot here in the united states now uh you can actually i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna show some of these other um propaganda posters that i found there was the you know you saw the we beat him before we'll beat him again but now it's got the it was the nazi helmet and then now it's the maga hat um now you've got support your local antifa and then you've got this uh, uncle sam saying you know you again stop the alt-right um we beat them before we'll beat them again with the nazis and the kkk uh this is all that virtue signal uh bullcrap that we see where it's like if you're not with us you are a nazi you are a klansman you are like whatever despicable um people throughout history they got to attach you to that so that they can feel good about it when they say when they start talking about here we will tread where there is inequality the whole thing with the gadsden flag the uh don't tread on me it's mm -hmm. like we don't want government overreach we just want to be left alone and now these anti-fascists uh are saying well no that's no good because we need to get involved kind of like how they do that shit with uh video games all of a sudden they have the lgbt uh 
being incorporated in all of our stuff that we enjoy, you know, like anime, right? Uh, you have yeah. video games, you have move like horror movies or whatever, like shit where LGBT doesn't doesn't need to be. They're mm-hmm. like forcing it into it, even though those people don't necessarily enjoy those things. They're like, well, you can't have nice things unless you include us. So that's that's basically what this is here. And then we've got this fascinating one. Um, which I don't even know if it's true or not, if it's real or not. Kung Fu Panda Antifa. Support your local <laughs> Antifa. And it's got this uh, panda punching out Hitler. Um, for whatever, I don't know why a panda is associated with it, um, but whatever. These are just some of the fun little propaganda. You can find that crap, uh, you know, online if you start looking for Antifa stuff. They Like, I get what they're doing. You have to respect uh, their marketing people. Because when you create propaganda that fits that narrative of, like, these kids will never be able to fight in a world war. They'll never be able to fight in a war, period. Like, they'll, mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not of the mental capacity. <laughs> they're not of the physical capacity. They're not of the emotional capacity. Like, they just, they cannot ever serve in the military because they're just mm-hmm. a hot mess. And yeah. so they have to, like feel like their great grandfathers or their grandfathers who fought in world war one and two um and they're like well we want to punch nazis too but we don't want to put on a uniform and we don't want to put on that uh the the tyrannical united states oppressive uniform and and go and actually do some good and fight for freedom and shit we want to just punch people and we want to punch somebody in the face here locally and the only people that would like the people that we disagree with ideally are the people that we would want to punch in the face so fuck it trump supporters because it used to be fighting fascism which is great i think yeah absolutely i'm against fascism um i think a tyrannical uh government or a tyrannical i mean i I even mentioned it earlier on in the show i'm very much against tyrannical overreach in government and um i think you should fight back fascism But what happened was they all of a sudden decided to change the definition of fascism to be uh, right-wing, to include the word right-wing in it. Let me actually pull up the... Yeah, we were talking about that. That's kind of bizarre, I think. Yeah, the uh, Merriam-Webster defines fascism as a political philosophy, movement, or regime that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader severe economic and social regimentation and forcible suppression of opposition i agree with that you should absolutely Mm -hmm. fight fascism um -hmm. but google decided to change the definition not too long ago during the 2016 elections to say an authoritarian and nationalistic right-wing system of the government and social organization period and then in general use extreme right-wing authoritarian and intolerant views or practice why right wing? Like, what does that have to do with right wing? And even the Merriam-Webster describes socialism perfectly. Severe economic and social regimentation and forcible suppression of opposition. That sounds like socialism to me. Yeah. But, yeah. but call me crazy. So what, what's your take on that, V? Did that kind of, um, was that kind of in line with what you were saying and what yeah, you understood well, them I, to be? I, yeah, I think it's interesting the... Um... Basically, what we what we talked about with the um, with the riots going on and everything, like how this it's like they want to be militant, right? They want to have this like militant aspect and like they want to belong to something. And so here's this thing that like it's everything that they have. They need a reason, you know, like all it is is they need a reason to go out and just start causing ruckus, 
which to me, like, I don't get it, dude. Like every time I see somebody, something getting looted or like people getting injured, like this guy, um, what was it? What was the guy's name? Dorn? What was the dude? The, oh, the, yeah. The police? Gosh, Dan Dorn? Or... Yeah. It's the same, same first name for both of them. Anyways, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's I, like... I want to say it's Dan. Yeah, the guy, the, the retired police guy that got shot dead. And that video was going all over the place, man. I, everywhere you could see that video of the guy just laying there dead. Talk about gruesome, man. Like that, to me, like it just saddened me. And like like I always say, like I'm just kind of like what, you know, like what do what do I even, you know, I'm, I'm very uh, detached about things. But when I saw that, I was just sad and like, look at this, like nothing will happen about this guy because they're so busy trying to follow this like falsity you know like what in the world are you guys doing man like what is this achieving you know and um i don't know guy i i think like these guys <laughs> guy. uh yeah i don't know guy these guys they they don't uh they don't they they just needed something you know they needed some reason to go out there and throw their tantrum and now i think it's just a reason to like steal you know like i saw another video man it was like um a freaking forklift like driving right into a target no it was like, a best basically buy just, it was a best buy was which it is a like buy? a brilliant a maneuver because best buy is like the place to get high-end electronic equipment yeah like, why, why would you why would you not loot that place right but i mean how is this like solving anything how is like stealing solving anything you know like like what is the what is the purpose of this like i'm i'm I'm, I don't know, flabbergasted. I'm befuddled. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't understand. Like, what is the logic? Like, and I guess that's what I've been like trying to ask myself and like looking for answers and all of this crap the past couple of days is like, what is this? What is the logic here? Like, how is stealing and burning buildings down solving anything? Like, how was that like, how was that like justifying anything? And Can like, I answer what is that? the logic? Can I answer yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Please um, do. Because I have an opinion on that. It's not necessarily the right opinion. Um, and it's, right. it's it's strictly my opinion. It does not reflect the views of the show. Um, but I've, to I've told you that I suffer from cognitive dissonance, but I can recognize when I do. Like we talked about the other day about um, right. not believing the people who say that they put somebody on the moon, but also believing Job because he's in the Bible and because his story is God breathed and it actually made it into the Bible. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I believe if Job said it happened, it probably happened. But like NASA mm -hmm. tells me, Oh, we put somebody on the moon. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I wasn't there, you know, like I, I know where I suffer from cognitive dissonance. And one of these cases is, is this, I'm like, I'm a law and order guy, right? I like, I not mm -hmm. the show. I could give a shit about the show, but like, <laughs> I, I believe in law and order. I believe that in a modern society, we have to have some kind of system of like, uh, accountability and and people keeping people in check basically a checks and balances and mm -hmm. that comes in the form of police and military and civilians right and mm -hmm. we are we understand there to be laws there for the most part to keep us safe right like i wouldn't go out and murder somebody if that wasn't a law i probably wouldn't do it anyways because i'm like well you know that's wrong like why would you murder somebody but that again that becomes like a religious debate but also you know, you think about killing somebody, you're like, that's kind of like a, a shitty thing to do. Like you ended an right. entire existence for no reason, just because of your convenience, which is another topic that we'll get into another time. You right. had me at abortion. Uh, but the, yeah. um, but no, my, my thing with this whole rioting thing, like we saw that video the other day. I, I don't know if you sent it to me or if somebody else sent it to me, but there was somebody who said he got caught looting and he was on the curb and the dude went up to him. The, the reporter went up to him and talked to him and said, Hey, what are you doing out here? Are you out here? Uh, why are you out here looting? And he's like, I was just trying to make that, that paper. 
I was trying to make that money, you know, and he was like real cool about it or whatever. And then the dude's like, well, are you doing it for um, George Floyd and the, the horrible police brutality in Minneapolis? And he's like, the what? Well, you know, like he didn't actually say the what, but you know, like that was the idea. He's like, oh yeah, that too, you know? Um, so like he wow. was actually legitimately going in there just to loot, to make money, yeah. to steal, yeah, to yeah, be a, yeah. to, like a, a degenerate. He wasn't there to do any kind of like, um, you know, so like social justice, which is like in that case, I'm like, if you want to, and again, this is where my view differs. If you want to go out there and you want to destroy, burn down, fight all that shit. If you want to do that because you feel legitimately oppressed and you honestly have a reason to believe that you are oppressed and you have instances where you can document definitively, I am being oppressed or somebody is being oppressed, I'm going to go out and I'm going to burn this building down um, and I'm going to cause mayhem and chaos. I can't sit here and say, well, don't do that. Because that's what we did in se- in the 1700s. We went out when we were overtaxed on tea. You know, yeah. like this was like a series of events or whatever that led up to this. But like finally when King George, right, he said, well, we're going to tax you a little bit more on tea so that my guys over at East India Trading Company can make a little bit more money, skim off the top. All of a sudden that's when the colonialists were like, nope, we're done. Like this is it. So what they did was they went out and they did the exact same thing in a much smaller scale. They went and they attacked that business, right? The... Uh, East India Trade Company, that ship that had all the tea on it. Now, did they bring the tea home? V. No, no, they no, didn't. they didn't. They threw it in the harbor. Yeah, and they, they destroyed threw it, in the it harbor. right? And they destroyed that ship, and they destroyed the prop, the the property itself. And so, mm. if somebody were to go into now, while I would love to have brand new things and electronics, and go and loot, I would love all sorts of new shit for free if I could capitalize on it, right? Uh, yeah. Because that's cool. You get cool shit for free. But I wouldn't do it because it's wrong. And it, my point is, if you're going to go out and you're going to make the same point that we made in 1774, 75, 76, those years, um, if you want to make that same point that the colonials made at that time, go and destroy the property. Don't take it home because then it becomes a selfish thing and it becomes obvious that your activity. That's a really good point, dude. That's a really good point, man. Thank you. I respect that. I agree with that. Like that, that makes so much like that illuminated so much things because here I am like trying to figure out some sort of logic or justification behind why these people are stealing and burning down things. And it's not like. And and it's not that I don't like again like I don't agree with like the death of George Floyd I don't agree with that I think that was wrong too and like you know I think that justice should be served and I I think it was wrong you know but then I go and these these people they they think that too but is that really what they're doing out there protesting for George George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and it's like well you're not you're not doing that if, if Black Lives Matter then why are you perpetuating the stereotype about black people and stealing and looting and like burning things down and being a criminal? Like that's horrible, man. And so I'm over here racking my brain going, there must be some sort of justification that I'm not seeing because I'm not black. And like, I don't understand that. And like, you know, I always say I'm right wing or whatever. I'm like middle of the road, but I like lean right. I feel like I'm kind of like this center point where I go, well, I try to see both sides. You know, I try to go, well, are they justifiable? And I use my logic. And I, I was telling this to my dad the other day, too. I said, you know, I don't want to be seen as like this person that goes, well, that's just how I feel because that's what the right 
right wing feels. I don't want right. to be like that. You know, I don't want to go, well, I'm I'm Republican. And so I have to think like Republican. I want to go, well, that doesn't make sense to me because as a human being, I don't see the logic or justification in that. And so I've been watching these riots the past couple of days going, what the fuck is going on, man? What is all this shit? <laughs> you know, and like that, what you just said really puts a lot in perspective because, you know, you go, well, are they just stealing just to steal and burning shit down just because they're savages? And I hate to think like that because I already have this poor uh, view of what society and humanity is right now. Like, again, I always say I'm a misanthrope. I don't fucking care for the human being because they're so small-minded and they don't look at bigger pictures and they see this, like, very small scope of what they need, you know, or desire in that case, right? And, like, in this case, you know, they go and they go, oh, I want a big TV and so I can just go tr drive a tractor into a, uh, a Best Buy and pull out a TV. And I go, well, well what? how is that, like how is that anything towards your cause? And it's not like, that's, that's what I'm getting at here. And like, I, I think, uh, the, the reason why it was good that we did this topic today. And like I had mentioned it to you the other day was because I want to put illumination on that. These people, they're not out there for a cause. They're just out there to steal and burn shit down. They're out there to cause ruckus, right? That's mm -hmm. what they want to do. Mm -hmm. They want to get wild. That's it. And like, what is that doing? But like causing problems, like there are people that are like small business owners that are like, they've lost their entire, like everything, you know, they lost everything and like burnt to the ground and like things are getting destroyed and like all this stuff. And like, that's not doing any good. That's not solving any problem. And like, I don't care if you're left or right. You have to see that you have to see that this isn't solving anything. It's making it worse. My thing is, uh, I think, and I get, and what I'll do here is I'll, I'll transition it to what we're talking, kind of like tie in what we're talking about here. Um, right. How we talked about the Black Lives Matter and we talked about Antifa, and they're two totally different things. And right. people who are legitimately Black Lives Matter because they do believe Black Lives Matter and they're out there peacefully protesting, my hat goes off to them. Uh, the people who are out there um, doing this violence and doing this chaos, and specifically, and again, I'm not against the chaos. I'm against the violence towards the wrong people. Um, I'm against the... If you want to go out there, and there are like legitimate racists out there who are like like fanning the flames, sock them in the face. Like, I'm, I'm very much like... We, we joke around a lot, but I'm a, I'm a data guy, right? I mean, we say things, but we usually back it up with data. Um, mm -hmm. If somebody's out there just saying fuck black people just to say fuck black people, like, I think that's problematic. I think that's, that's what got us into a lot of this mess. Um, right. And we're at a point in society where it's like, because you and you and I both know, like we've worked with plenty of people from all different races, and we yeah. had no problems with them. I mean, there was no color in the arm in the army; it was just mm -hmm. green, right? And uh, everybody was with everybody, and we'd pick on each right. other and we'd talk shit or whatever. But at the end of the day, like we were all like, we were all brothers, right? And yeah. um, absolutely, these people, they, I think the looters primarily are instigated by antifa now if you watch these videos yes sure there are black people who are engaging in a lot of in some of this looting but i think you'll look and you'll see that there are equal parts white people involved mm -hmm. in it and a lot of those white people are dressed in what all black with the masks mm -hmm. on and shit and which is like the uniform of antifa now i think antifa what they're doing which is hilarious to me is they're out there instigating and then a lot of these people who are legitimately protesting 
are all of a sudden realizing, oh, hey, these white guys aren't for us. They're just out here for their own thing. And they're stopping right. them. Like, And you see yeah. a lot of these guys who are out peaceful protesting, and the police try to stop the looters. And then the people who are there, all races or whatever, who are legitimately there to push this narrative of like, hey, we need to make some positive change, they'll... They won't and they won't get involved. They won't fight yeah. the police officers. They won't cuss at the police officers. I saw say, I saw a video where I saw I saw a video where a protester actually stopped a looter. Like it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Like the like he like grabbed him and like it was crazy, dude. Like the dude was going into loot and then the other guy, the actual protester, grabbed the the looter and like threw him to the ground and like <laughs> held him down. It was crazy. I was like, what is this? Is weird. Like, and that's what that's, is happening. That's great. That's because that's the sort of thing. I think if you're going to burn a business down, if it's a big chain company, great, do it, go nuts. But these small businesses too. That's my other problem. Is like they're going through their own neighborhoods. And this is, again, where I'm a little skeptical about who's doing these certain things. Like, do I think that the black community in their own neighborhood is burning down black-owned businesses, small businesses in their own right. neighborhood who contributes, who's like probably their brothers, their friends, family, their, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. Or they have people who work there in those little small businesses. Like, do I think that they're legitimately going in there and destroying their own community? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that would be a pretty stupid thing to do if that was if that was the case. But if they're going after like Wendy's, which I love. I love Wendy's. I won't say, you know, I won't say I don't like them, but you know, Wendy's, Best Buy, AutoZone, um these major corporations, McDonald's that they're going after, great. I mean, that sucks because again, it takes takes jobs out of the community, but they're big mm -hmm. businesses and they'll be fine, right? Um, yeah. And it sends a message like, oh, these dudes are willing to burn down major corporations. They're willing to destroy their like their own community when in reality, like big chain corporations are not really their community. Um, yeah. I think that's fine. Go nuts. If you're going to burn down public buildings, uh, city buildings, whatever, if you're going to fight people, fight, you know, like, know who you're going after and have, like, a good plan of attack. And if you start going after small businesses or, like, innocent people or whatever, I think that's pretty freaking stupid. Um, but, again, I don't think it's the Black Lives Matter movement that's doing it. I think it's Antifa. And I think they're doing it because mm -hmm. what happens when, you know, all of a sudden they're like, uh, oh, they're, they're fanning the flames, right? But then also they're like, if someone gets caught, they can real quick brush it off and be like, oh, it's a white guy who did it. And then the yeah. media and the politicians turn it into this white against black thing. And uh, I think that's what's happening now. And you have a lot of people who are blaming, and this is hilarious to me too, is they're like, oh, people, you know, right-wing extremists are infiltrating Antifa and pretending to be Antifa so that they can go destroy shit and then get Antifa <laughs> in trouble, which is like right. the shit that they were doing to us, you know, two, three years ago. You know, they were right. purposely wearing a MAGA hat and then they'd go and they'd, you know, beat up an old woman or something. And then they'd be like, oh, look at this MAGA guy beating up an old woman. And then come to find out later, uh, or they would shoot something up. They'd be like, oh, white man, uh, Donald, presumably a Donald Trump supporter, gun supporter, gun rights guy. And then they find his Facebook or his Twitter or whatever, and they find that he's following all these, like, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, um, Antifa pages or whatever. Like, and then you start to realize like, well, there's like a whole lot of this, um, uh, deception, right. Mm -hmm. And sub subversion and shit that's mm -hmm. going on. And now all of a sudden when Antifa is supposedly the victim of it, they're like, well, it's a far right extremist. It's those fucking, uh, 
Pe- Pepe the Frog guys or whatever. They're coming after us or whatever. You know, like that's the sort of shit that they were doing. Now they're projecting it onto us when all of a sudden Antifa guys are getting caught. So, and and what's hilarious to me is somebody the other day did this. What they did was they went to, and I think I sent you the picture of it, was they went, some dude dressed up like an Antifa guy and he went to a rally and when everybody like parked their cars and then they went to this rally to start the protests, um, he what they did was he went and he put like Keep America Great stickers and uh, Trump for President and uh, all sorts of shit on over top of their Bernie stickers on their cars. <laughs> so when right. people came back from the rally, they saw the Trump stickers and then they beat the shit out of the cars and like destroyed the cars, not realizing that they were like somebody <laughs> else who was cars. there at the rally. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden they come back to their car and their car is destroyed. So it's... Um, I think that's fantastic. I think that's chaotic. Uh, what, what is that? Chaotic good. Justice. <laughs> like, it's like justice right there. So, what do you call it? Just desserts. Yeah. Poetic yeah, justice and all that. Yeah. Poetic justice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's what's going on with these Antifa guys. And and I guess we should probably talk a little bit about. Uh, oh, megabits in the in the chat. By the way, let's let's do that real quick. Oh yeah. Address get... everybody in the chat. Yeah. yeah so I know we have. I've been trying to keep up with them, but I've been also ranting at the same time. Hey, welcome right. to the chat, Mike. Uh, Mike of Manitoba was the first one back after all of our technical difficulties. Uh, King yeah. Cracker, Jay Coop, um, Justin Welker finally was able to make it after uh, he was able to get off of work in time to listen. Um, who else do we have? Buzz Busby, of course. Uh, Nasso. I don't want to. I don't know if that's an abbreviation of something, and I will probably jack that up. Um, Us in the trees. That's Jessica from the show not too long ago. Um, who else do we have here? Who else? Who else? Who else? I think that was. What about the last podcast? Yeah, well... before the world? <laughs> I responded to them because I saw the name and I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, welcome uh, last podcast if you're still here, and Megabit Banshee, of course, recently join the chat um appreciate you guys coming in if you haven't already like the like or dislike the hit the thumbs up or thumbs down doesn't matter yeah don't Um, forget also i i we always forget to mention too to follow us on the tweeter there um yeah do that uh the you you had me at podcast twitter and then mine is at the underscore weenus (laughs) (laughs) if you want to follow me i post some stuff every now and then although i'm not very good at tweets but um yeah follow us on the stuff and you know, keep us updated, keep you updated on our uh, shows and whatnot. But yeah, um, so, what the, were you saying buy about the shirts um, and buy, what else do we do? And the and the Instagram and all that crap. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Most importantly, buy the shirts if you want. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, no worries. Um, now I was talking about let's let's talk about the. Uh, the do we want to do the? Do we want to do? So I have three segments, and it really doesn't matter which order we do them in. Um, okay. I have. I have Antifa funny memes. I have Antifa getting their asses pooned, um, which includes <laughs> arresting and getting their asses beat. And then I have the problem with Antifa, like the things that they do and why we should be worried about Antifa. Let's do them in the order that you just said, because I think that's okay. a pretty good order. All right. So let's start with the Antifa memes. See if you can do this without <laughs> laughing. The reason why Antifa covers Remember what their I bases. said about the ear loops? Yep, there they are. You called like it. They have those weird ear. Like, what is that? I don't know. Like, what is that supposed to be? Like, that's that's not attractive to me. 
at all. No. You know, and and of course she's got dread. He, he or she, I don't know, has <laughs> yeah, dreadlocks, yeah. right? And what did we say about dreadlocks the other day? They can't shower, so they don't and shower. This... They can't wash their hair. So this person is grimy. That's what I see here. Yeah, I bet they smell like bug spray. You know what? I think it. It's. <laughs> what are your bets? Like, is that a guy or a girl? Uh, I don't know. The bottom lip. The bottom lip thing is pretty weird too. I don't know. That's a tough one. I I don't see an Adam's apple, so I'm gonna say girl. What about okay. you? What do you think? Yeah, I can. You know what? I'm just to be a just to be the opposite or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's a guy because I've been fooled before, right? Yeah. Um, Have <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, you know. Oh no, wait. That's James. Um, yeah, James. So the next the one. Plum. <laughs> We have, uh, you know what? I actually heard about this. Antifa was able to get their hands on some funding, and they were able to get their own. <laughs> you already know. You already know what it is. But, but the people, let me let me do the lead up. Um, Antifa was able to get their hands on some funding, and they were able to actually get a vehicle in which that they they could go to their protests, uh, and they were able and actually. Um, you know, kind of own the streets a little bit better than yeah. they would on foot. And here it is. It's their new <laughs> urban assault vehicle. It's powered by it's powered by their mother, uh, who is standing off to the side. Um, also, they were able to, with that same funding, they were able to actually put together a new uniform. Um, no, the Antifa tank battalion. I have that later, King Cracker. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, oh, these guys, uh, they were able to get their uniforms in, in time. So I'm going to share that picture here. Um, <laughs> this gross, is their battle, dude. this is their battle is dress gross. uniform. <laughs> um, and, and as uh, King Cracker was saying, he asked about the Antifa tank battalion. Uh, <laughs> we actually have them too. They, um, they recently ran a, a recruiting campaign and were able to pull in some of the best and brightest to create what is now the uh, the Antifa tank battalion. I'm sorry, it's a division. It's a tank division. Fatties against fascists. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real sign that a fat person behaves. <laughs> Can you imagine being at home and being like, "What are we? What sign are we going to bring to uh, the Antifa rally? To the anti-Trump <laughs> rally or whatever?" He's like, "You know what? We're both fatter than fuck." And we both hate fascism. So, and then they're like on their little tricycles. Are those tricycles or are those the little rascals? It's those look like, tell. I don't know. Those do look like tricycles, huh? It looks like That's there's a weird. lot of stress I'll tell you on this, those. That whatever the seat is that they're on is just completely invisible right now. <laughs> it's also it's must probably... be made out of like unobtainium or what? What's that metal that they use in? Uh, what's the metal that they use in Black Panther? The, the um... a vibranium. Yeah, that's what it is. It's got to be unobtainium. Isn't that DC? I fucked that one yeah, up. That's um, so good. But also we have uh, one of their. <laughs> One of their best and brightest fighters, uh, actually, he's huge anti-fascist, but he also is a very fashionable anti-fascist, and he's very pro-refugees, and we have a picture of him right here. Uh, this is Myrtle, I believe is his name. <laughs> <laughs> Myrtle. Or Dennis. Oh, my What is gosh. another name of, like, what does he look like? I would say a Dennis. 
I don't know. It's like if Rick Moranis and Amy <laughs> Schumer had a baby. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Rick Moranis. The poor baby, really. That's the one that I uh, really feel bad about. Also, we have uh, some new downloadable content on Mortal Kombat 11. This one just came out. I don't know if you've seen this character. <laughs> uh, what the? F- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat. This is when you're waiting for your uh, allowance so that you can buy a new mask on Amazon. This dude went through his mom's drawer. What's the pink one? What is that? That's not Katana, is it? No, it's uh, Katana's blue. No, yeah, it is Katana. Is it right? Okay, I don't know. I can't remember. No, Katana. Melina. It's Melina is the red Melina one. Melina right? is the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. This one's Man Lena. Well, man. he's not even really a man. So, I mean, he's part of Antifa. So, um, yeah. then we've got, uh, oh, there's a, like a pretty important parallel that can be drawn. Uh, this, and this also applies to modern, um, foreign relations as well as it applies to the global war on terrorism. Mm-hmm. Uh, there has actually been a lot of parallels drawn between Antifa and ISIS, if you can believe it. And uh, yeah. the one big difference, though, between Antifa and ISIS is that Antifa sometimes actually wears jeans for their <laughs> rallies. So. You know, uh, it's funny. We, we actually forgot to mention, although I'm sure everybody there uh, in the audience knows it, Antifa is now a terrorist organization. Let's yeah. not forget that. That's their, they're officially a terrorist organization. Which is amazing to me. I love that because now yeah, they're subject me. to the USA Patriot Act, which I don't know if you know this, but um, if, you, um, if you're if you arrested under the Patriot Act, right, which is actually the USA Patriot Act, but if you're mm-hmm. arrested under the Patriot Act, all your rights are stripped from you, like all of them. No phone call. No one can come visit you. No lawyer. No time frame on how long they can detain you before they release you or allow you to have these rights. Like everything's gone. So if you right. were arrested and they're able to use the Patriot Act or be able to tie it to the Patriot Act, your ass is pretty much gone forever. So um, all these guys who are now like. This is like a huge deterrent. It should be a huge deterrent from anyone who is interested in like labeling themselves Antifa. Because yeah. now, if you are like, well, I'm Antifa, they can be like, okay, well, now your ass is going to uh, Cuba into what's that, uh, Guantanamo Bay? Yeah, Guantanamo. Forever, you know, and you're never going to see the light of day ever again, you little, Get mo. little punk. Get mo. Um, also there is, uh, I actually was able to get a screenshot of somebody preparing to head out to one of the rallies and he was, he had to make sure that his mask was on straight. Here he is. Um, his mother getting ready to send him off to war. This one, this one says a lot because it's kind of like where, where society is at, you know, the the old helicopter parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of makes you shake your head and go, oh man. You know what is the world coming to? And and this is like it's so funny to me because Antifa, right? I mean, they they talked about how they talked a big game. They talked about how hard they were, and like we were all like, well, if you're really such fucking tough guys, you'll go out and you'll actually do some damage and whatever. And now yeah. that they found an opportunity to do so, uh, the Black Lives Matter people are just like beating their asses in the streets. So, like, they lost both times because we were making fun of them for being pussies. 
And then all of a sudden they were like, all right, fine, we'll go and fuck up these neighborhoods with the Black Lives Matter folks. And then the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter folks see them out there looting and destroying their neighborhood. And then they end up beating their asses over it. <laughs> so Antifa lost both times. Um, then, uh, oh, by the way, after this picture was taken here, uh, this young gentleman decided to mouth off on the internet before he headed out and his, his mother saw the chat logs. So, uh, this is actually what happened to him after he, um, after she found the chat logs here, uh, took the mask, she took the mask away from him and he had to clean the rest or clean his room and wouldn't be able to go anywhere for the next couple of weeks. Uh, what else do we have here? There's, um, oh, and then, you know, you're, you're talking about, uh, oh, I fucked that up talking about um all these guys and how they're tough guys and they get out in the streets and uh you know they're gonna punch nazis and shit (laughs) and then then you've got arthur the arthur meme here this dude doesn't even know how to make a fist properly i mean i hope he does sock somebody with that fist because break his thumb yeah yeah yeah. oh man oh and we can't forget this uh treasure to the this this american hero this i'm sorry this uh antifa hero uh general um refrigerator (laughs) general lunchbox look at that his shirt he's got the can you imagine like um remember we laugh at that picture of that national guard guy who's got like uh he's like he's this fat or whatever but then he's like walking up on that marine and then the Marines making a face like, oh, my gosh. And, yeah. uh, you know, people always like to say that that's the Army, but it's actually the National Guard. Like, this is, do you think this is that guy for Antifa? Yeah. He's like the National Guard of Antifa. <laughs> he's like the, He's like their uh, their weekend warrior. <laughs> he, he only comes like, to the protests one weekend a month, you know two he weeks in the like, summer. He uh, looks like a miniature Michael Moore. He's like mini-me for Michael Moore. Like a young, yeah, he's like a young Michael Moore. Because he's not Moore. tall. If you look at the, like... If you gauge it based on this, like, uh, what is this? One of those baskets. Thing? Look at that. He's only, like, two baskets tall. Yeah. He's Look at him. Two <laughs> baskets tall. <laughs> oh, man. And look at his shoes. His shoe. Those boots are made for, like, working in construction and, like, on the, on the, on the ballast at the railroad or whatever. Like, these boots are made for legitimate hard work, and they are struggling to yeah. keep him upright. <laughs> Poor freaking boots. <laughs> Feel bad for him. But you know what's funny is like the backpack. Like you notice he's got it like to where it's clipped around his chest, but it's like actually <laughs> it's clipped close to his neck. It's and that you can see this the the clip is straining. Like you can yeah. see it almost sweating. <laughs> I wonder how long it took him to like snap that. Well, how long it took his mother to snap yeah. it. <laughs> oh man look at this lady too by the way well you know what i think it's clipped because he has zero shoulders like he goes straight from (laughs) neck to upper body like to 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 nipples like it's the same there's no shape to him other than this weird uh i'm trying to draw a picture and trying to describe he's he's literally like a pear you know you you could definitely place a pear over him and it would be exact he's like what we make fun of when we do those pear jokes um for fat people but so he has no shoulders and that's why he has to clip it um but look at this lady she's i would say she's got to be at least 15 feet behind him and Mm -hmm. she's almost as tall as him yeah right yeah there's no there's no like object depth size you know where she's further in the distance so she looks smaller yeah no she's 
she looks to be the same height. So this guy is definitely <laughs> of a small stature. I would venture well, I would to say, say he's small. I, I think small isn't the accurate word because he's <laughs> definitely not small. <laughs> His uh... height is stunted. By yes. <laughs> you know what? He's probably like six feet tall, but gravity just pulls him down because look at how much he's got to be at least what three, three fifteen, three twenty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's three baskets tall. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess! Have you ever yeah. like I? I have never passed a beeper. You know, like when you're walking out of the store, I've never passed one that I'm not as tall as or taller than. And I mean, this dude, he you can't even to get the picture of him. They couldn't even get the top of the the beeper, so no. like it's obviously he's he's got to be four foot. If yeah, I'd say four foot. Would you reckon that's an accurate? Yeah, no, that's I'd say that's accurate. Yeah, without a doubt. All right. Oh, and by the way, we have his uh, his commanding <laughs> officer. <laughs> the resistance here. <laughs> she looks like. Remember we talked about the mask uh, when Eric Stoltz oh, was the mask. Yeah. <laughs> She oh, like, no. <laughs> I thought that was a guy at first, to be honest. The Cher movie. Oh, is that a guy? I don't know. It's hard to tell. He kind of looks like that T.J. Miller guy. Remember? Based on? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Weasel. He based on the placement of the hand on the waist. I'm going with like a woman. I'm gonna say that's a woman. I don't know, but they've got the LGBT bracelet, so maybe it's just a like a flamboyantly gay guy. I mean, either way, I guarantee she talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think her name is? It's, uh, I don't know, something funny. Natalie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Natalie. All right. <laughs> I was going to say, it was probably something more like, uh, man, I don't even have, I wish I would have prepared for this moment. Like a, like a, a, Matt, a unisex name, like Chris Pat, or something. Yeah, Pat or Chris or something, where you're like, come on, man. Like, are you a guy? <laughs> or like, like, at a certain point, you're like, you want to take me. it like. Yeah, like the weird guy who's like very like hard up for a date, and he's like, "I really want to ask it out, but I don't know if it's I don't know <laughs> what it is." Mike, Mike in Manitoba said, "Karen, <laughs> it is Karen. <laughs> that is a Karen. Karen, <laughs> my name's Karen." Yeah. Oh, oh man, and um, don't forget uh, this. Uh, <laughs> Oh, this is an old copy. I don't have the new copy on hand, but you can <laughs> you can subscribe to uh, Antifa magazine. In this in this one back in 2017, it was uh, Cuck of the Year was Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> How to watch your wife have sex with another man? Picking just the right size butt plug. That's an important uh, article in here. How to live with mommy well into your 30s. You got this gentleman down here with the pajamas on. Um, nice. Boys will be girls, right? Gender fluids. That was uh, <laughs> written by um, Martin Sheen, actually. If you can believe yeah. that. Uh, three easy steps to making a tolerance candle, or as some would like to call it, a Molotov cocktail. Uh, how to avoid estrogen overdose, knowing your limits. And a 52-page color by the numbers. Trump is a meanie pullout is included <laughs> in this one. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's uh yeah, just make sure you subscribe um in order to get your copy oh, of the magazine. Oh, <laughs> and then oh, so we know that Antifa they they travel in big packs um and uh sometimes they can they they often do you know what? I want to I guess we could talk about this one first and then I'll show you the sort of people that they attack when they're in larger numbers. 
Um, this is what Antifa looks like when they don't outnumber you 100 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> and again, what do we see here? Are these dreadlocks? The dreads, it looks yeah, like, the yeah. dreadlocks. This guy definitely doesn't shower. Yuck. He probably does like... meth, too. He's probably on methamphetamine. But he smells like uh, bug spray and, <laughs> and dog shit. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What was I, I was going to show you. Um, so let's talk about Antifa issues, actually, because we'll, we'll right. go to there real quick. And then we'll show, and at the end, hopefully we'll have time for the uh, Antifa getting their asses booned. Um, Now, yeah, let's start here. Let's start with this one. Excuse me. I had to put, add some last. So why is Antifa an issue, right? Um, You know, they seem harmless, right? And they're hilarious. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, I love that we get to be the people who just shit on Antifa (laughs) with, with no regard for whatever. Um, but why why do we worry about Antifa? Because uh, we said that the media is running cover for them. Politicians are running cover for them. Right. A lot of people are running cover for them. Celebrities, yeah, perfect. And then mm-hmm. you know we we have this. They have this cover that they're they're able to operate under, and they've been able to operate under in this whole um, this virtue signaling. Right? We hear about virtue signaling where you're like, well, I don't want to be like Donald Trump and he's mm-hmm. associated, or I don't want to be a Nazi and he's yeah. being called a Nazi. So I don't like Donald Trump. So it's this whole thing of Antifa's like, we want to punch Nazis in the face. So you're like, well, I too want to punch Nazis in the face. So I must be Antifa. So they're able to kind of like amass this, um, not necessarily, and, and not always, uh, a following or, um, uh, like an actual group, people who are willing to identify as this Antifa, what they do instead is they get sympathy and then they get people like celebrities, like you said, uh, who are actually paying bail for a lot of these guys, these protesters and even politicians, Joe Biden uh, and George Bush even has like his uh, former administration is creating a super PAC to um pay for not only pay for joe biden's presidency can't or presidency campaign but also to fund these people uh to get them out of jail so they what they've done is they've amassed this sympathy by saying they want to punch nazis in the face the problem is they're not actually punching nazis in the face right they're <clears throat> fighting um they're just fighting like normal traditional values in the constitution and that was another thing back in the 80s they became very anti-constitution and so came the term the constitution should be a living breathing document like we don't right. like the traditional right, uh, right. original format and the original which is like the original version is ambiguous enough to where you can be like well i think what they meant was this and that's why we have the supreme court but whatever right. um these guys what they do is you have somebody if you want to go out there and you want to protest and like this guy they clearly put something together real quick uh, the right to openly discuss ideas must be defended. And this lady's over here screaming at him, fuck off Nazi scum. Like, what yeah. about that strikes you as um, Nazi in nature, right? Or yeah. uh, Third Reiki at all. Mino, and, no, that's, Mino Reiki. That's a good point. It's, it, this, uh, although it's kind of funny, it does say a lot about, like, the, the what do you call it, the rhetoric that's going on. You know, like, it's it's very... There's no, there's no debate. It's just you're wrong, yeah. right? That's all there is to it. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's interesting. Um. And that's what's frustrating to me, and I think that's a, I think that's a dangerous thing. That's a dangerous uh, route that we're going. And then what happens is when you're like, oh, these Antifa guys came and disrupted this 
peaceful protest. They're like, well, if Antifa was there, it was probably because it was a fascist organization or a fascist pro uh, protest or some kind of Nazi right wing uh, protest of some sort. And in reality, this guy is clearly just like, hey, man, like we need to be able to openly have some kind of discourse uh, without being, you know, attacked or uh, whatever, insulted or being shut down or whatever by just a bunch of screaming harpies. Uh, so this next guy, right, this is Andy, no, and I'm going to, like, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's NGO. Uh, he is Yeah, a... I think it's Neo. I, I know what you're talking about. The journalist? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, like, look at him here. I mean, he was just covered in milkshake, which is like, uh, whatever. Milkshakes, whatever. That was the argument, like, who cares? Mm -hmm. But the problem was Antifa at the time was mixing in cement mix into the milkshake, which would end up causing chemical burns and doing long-term damage. Uh, this guy right here, um, you know what? I'm not going to go too deep into it because who gives a shit? Um, mm -hmm. the, uh, the people who assaulted him, they were Antifa protesters, and he actually just went out and he would just cover the protests, and he was just a neutral party. But granted, he was considered right-wing i don't remember what publication he wrote for but he ended up becoming very right-wing after he was continuously attacked by antifa yeah yeah um and 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 not because he necessarily believed in but people antifa's pushing people away from the left because they're like so extreme left that yeah Demo or democrats the whole political left has moved so far left that it left a lot of people behind. So a lot of people are feeling disenfranchised. And it's the same right. exact thing that happened with uh, Donald Trump being becoming president was people were feeling disenfranchised and or feeling forgotten, left behind, and ended up creating this uh, movement that ultimately got Donald Trump elected. Thank God. And right. uh, <laughs> well, oh, there was my neutrality coming out. Uh, but yeah, that's that's this guy, Andy Gno, and... Mm -hmm. um, you know, people still dox him, or not necessarily dox him because we know who he is, but they go to his house, give up his personal information, call his family and harass them. Uh, that That's just, if you look him up, you'll see all the crazy stuff that happened. Here's um, one of the cases that really stood out to me because, and it pissed me off, something fierce. Um, there was a, this guy was hit in the head with a bike lock, you know, one of those U-shaped bike locks. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't remember what campus it was on. I want to assume, I, I'm going to assume that it was um, UCLA, right? It was that, mm -hmm. uh, it was in Southern California, right? Right, right. And uh, yeah, he got hit in the head by an Antifa protester. And turns out the Antifa protester was actually a professor. Wow. And here he is. His name's Eric Clanton. And uh, it took a while to track him down. Yeah, it took a while to track him down. Turns out this dude was actually very, like, outspokenly, uh, um, whatever. He was very, like, against all the things, or, or like, all the, the Trump presidency, the upcoming Trump presidency, some of the changes that were going to be implemented. And um, he was very much against free speech in general. And uh, because it infringed upon this liberal... Uh, university, this protected, uh, <clears throat> gosh, what do I want, how do I want to word it? This bubble that universities have created that don't allow right. free thought and like these liberal ideas that are just regurgitated and and universities are traditionally just very like they're very good at pumping out uh, 
liberals out of like when you graduate like oh all of a sudden you have a bunch of liberal professor professors naturally you come out of there like well you know maybe they were onto something all of them seem to tell me that orange man bad so orange man bad yeah and this yeah. dude was the perfect example of it so he went and he actually you know what he ended up getting punished with after bashing this dude's head open with the bike lock you know what his punishment was uh no what was it three years probation well <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, it? that was it. Yeah, and the dude, he otherwise got off scot free. Um, but he looks like a total turd, anyways. Uh, yeah. So that these are just a couple of instances or whatever. Here's a funny picture. I think um, <laughs> this police officer tripping, and then all of a sudden the Antifa guy trying to beat the shit out of him with a stick. Uh, and then who else does Antifa go after? You know, other than. You know, people who are down on the ground, they can sucker punch them with a bike lock or a journalist who happens to be passing by or, you know, like, who else do they go after? Old people. Yeah. Look at this guy pickpocketing and pushing on an old person, stole his MAGA hat and all that shit. Um, Yeah, they go after old people. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Here's another one that they go after. They go after kids. If I see any children dressed up in some MAGA type of costume, like this little worm, I'm going to give them my special fentanyl-laced candy Antifa action. Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, pretty disgusting people. And here's a really funny picture that I found, uh, because this actually, this picture that I found was actually from like 2017, 18, whenever the whole, uh, remember when Nigel Farage was out campaigning for Brexit? And uh, all of a sudden, the Antifa guys came after him, and they threw a milkshake on him. And they were like, oh, milkshake, no big deal, whatever. And we were all like, well, you guys are mixing cement in with it. Mm-hmm. But if you're just throwing legit milkshakes, that's still problematic because what happens next is bricks, of cocktails, and then the guillotine. Or the guillotine, right. I'm sorry. But it said, you are here. This is back in 2017, 2018. But... Where are we now? <laughs> Bricks and mold of cocktails. <laughs> like somebody yeah. foresaw this one, and that was pretty good. Um, and then we got, uh, so why, again, is this a, a problem, and what does this have to do with uh, politics? Uh, right here, there's a video that shows a Democrat official at Antifa rally yelling at folks to die. These fellows are from, like this guy right here, he's from the DNC. So who's funding the Antifa, other than we, cannot, we can presume that it's... Right. Uh, George Soros, right? We can assume that it's this person or that person, but we also know that the DNC is involved as well. Mm-hmm. What else do we have? Antifa pooned? Are we ready to move to that? I think so. All right. Do you have anything to say about any of that? No, I I mean, I just, you know, it, it makes me shake my head. I, I think it should be noted that there are a lot of people that are supporting this. Like, man, like, it's easy to like appreciate celebrities and icons and whatever and you know musical artists and go man their music's great or whatever but like there are people like I saw this but you know and I, I I'm I'm sad to admit this because I'm a huge fan um Taika Waititi um is like one of my favorite directors right now he kind of came out of nowhere and started doing some really good movies you know he did the Thor uh, Ragnarok which was totally awesome but he's done a lot of the Flight of the Concords episodes back in the day, and then uh, recently the Jojo Rabbit I really enjoyed too. But I saw um, a thing on Twitter. I was following him on Twitter. I saw a thing on Twitter where he's putting together a fund to bail out people that are rioting, basically. And I was just like, I shook my head like, man, like I really enjoy your work, and now I feel like I don't respect it as much anymore. Yeah. You know, And so I think it should be noted that like 
these these people are out there supporting this, you know, and like it's one thing to support protesters. It's another thing to support like violent behavior and like wanton destruction, you know. You know, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, the folks from Brooklyn. I'm going to ruin this for you too because I know you like All Brooklyn right. Nine Nine. I do, I do like that show. They actually put together like a hundred million dollars for, or no, I'm sorry, not a hundred million, um, millions of dollars. I'll say. Uh, because their argument was, well, we play police on TV. We should contribute. Look, we should do our part. So they came together and they, and somebody please fact check me because it's, it's in the millions. Um, they put together money and they're donating it to the bail funds for these uh, protesters in Minneapolis and, and elsewhere. Uh, right. But but yeah, it was the chick who plays Rosa, right? She was the one who was very vocal about it online or on Twitter but it became a thing like if you play a police officer on tv or in movies you should donate some of your earnings to these people who are protesting police that was their argument and they've been doing that and the the fucked up thing is they're donating not just to um those things but also you can see on their receipts they're donating to uh democrat super PACs. so right. Again, not surprising yeah. to see them donating yeah. to Democrat super PACs because they're all owned and, you know, yeah. puppet masters. Yeah, that's right. But anyways, Antifa. Oh, there was somebody. Somebody said something in the chat that I wanted to revisit. Um, there were some funny things. Uh, Mike said he's Java with stubbies, <laughs> the guy that we were talking about <laughs> earlier. And uh, um, King Cracker called him General Ferret. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, but then, oh yeah, Nasso said uh, there is data that shows mental illness is overrepresented on the left, and um, re- compared to the center and the right. Now, the one thing I saw about this was they were talking about how if you um, shut down certain parts of the brain, they were able to remotely set down or shut down certain parts of the brain. Uh, they were able to have people more. Um, not ignorant. What's the word I'm looking? For? Well, pacified, yes, pacified maybe. Pacified. Um, they 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 basically stopped believing in any kind of religion or any kind of. Um, they lost faith in a higher power. Basically, eliminated faith in any kind of religion from them, and also made them more sympathetic to refugees and the plight of the refugees. So basically, what they proved was the more brain dead you are, the more likely you are to be a liberal. And that's what the scientific thing <laughs> proved. And, and and that's what they were saying was they were trying to, like, make people more sensitive to the plight of the refugee and shit and make them more um, uh, likely to move away from religion in general. And that's how they did it was they shut down certain parts of the brain and they yeah. basically turned people into liberals by making them more brain dead. Anyways, moving on. Uh, mm-hmm. Antifa mugshots released after the arrest made at Charlottesville riots. Now look nice. at these guys. I hope you guys have like the ability to like maximize your screen and shit. Because V, I know you're like limited to the small version of it, but yeah. these guys are um, hilarious. Like, well, if it's you... hard to tell. Like, I, I mean, I can see. I was able to stretch it out so I could see. But there's a few that like I kind of go, is that a girl? Is that a guy? <laughs> For and, sure. And some of them look like cartoons, like the guy in the top left corner. Um, oh, there is some diversity in this crowd. You can see that the second, uh, so basically, uh, let's see, the second from the top on the far left, that guy oh, yeah. is Hispanic. 
Yeah, uh, and then we got the bottom guy. He looks like maybe Middle Eastern of some sort. But other than that, we have uh, mostly white people. So yeah, I don't see any black people. Well, this guy on the upper left, I guess he could be kind of black. Maybe he's definitely he's like light skinned, fair skinned, yeah. as they would say. Yeah, he looks like a clay model. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, look at how his face yeah. is kind of mushy on the cheeks, he's got the, on the yeah, cheekbones. He's got the... But he's also got mm -hmm. a head that's built like it was smushed by a TV as a child. But look at this girl, top middle, top middle row. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that a girl? I don't know if that's a girl, but the hair color. She just looks like the like the poster child for teen angst. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> remember on Super Mario World when you like jump on those little football players and they go, bah, bah, bah. yeah, yeah, you know, that's what she looks like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then what about uh, second row from the left, third one down? Look at that guy, girl, guy, girl. It's hard oh, not to laugh. I don't at know. Any of these. I don't know if that's a guy or I couldn't. What about the? What about two over to the right from that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a girl, right? I don't know, man. Uh, no, look at the sideburns. Yeah. I think that might be a guy. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't notice that. And you can kind of see, well, what it, you can. See, it looks like the shadow of an Adam's apple under there. It's hard to tell, but the guy next to him, look at those angry eyebrows. <laughs> the shadow of an Adam's apple. Yeah, like that's the thing about these kids. It's like they're so feminine. Like even yeah. when they have beards, you're like, I don't know, man. Yeah, like, well, you know what know. they say about beards. It's a good way to hide a weak chin. <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> That's I if I was Antifa, I'd for sure grow a beard because then like I could pretend like I wasn't Antifa. You know what I mean? Um, this didn't I, I feel tell like you stubble is just far more masculine. I do. I always do the stubble, you know, like I, I shave my beard down to a one and then it grows back in like second. Like, remember that uh, <laughs> that SpongeBob when he goes, this is how you grow a mustache. And then he just goes <laughs> and it I, just pops up. <laughs> I thought you guys just had some salad for lunch. This is how you this is a mustache. <laughs> yeah. That's what my beard does. So I, I like always have stubble. I feel like that's far more manlier. Stubble because is it just shows cool. that your hair grows really fast. You know what? I could grow I could grow a beard in like a week, like a full ass beard. You know what? Women actually uh there was a study conducted and women actually prefer a man with um and I, I wanna say it was five days of growth. That was like the perfect amount of stubble. Which for you would be different than, but like the average five days of stubble. So probably whatever you're running around with, what they want is they just want proof that you can grow a beard and that you take care of it. That's all they want. They don't yeah. want what I have. Like what I have is like a hot mess. <laughs> it's like um, a bird's nest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like I'm like Peter Griffin where I have the birds in my beard and they're just or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I actually straighten my beard and it's pretty funny because I end up looking like a wizard. But when it's not, when I don't straighten Gando. it, it's all curly. Yeah. I'm, I'm Gandalf the brown because of my brown beard. Um, let's so what see else here. we got? So we got the Antifa getting pooned. So I guess we're on to the arresting, uh, getting arrested. And then we'll end it with Antifa getting beat up. Um, right. We have here, this is a good one. This gentleman was arrested uh, for protesting. I don't know if you can see his shirt there. Beta cuck for life. <laughs> some jokes kind of write themselves i didn't even what have to lead in with that one that's what I don't, I don't get about these kids it's so funny when they they talk about how they like um they allow their wife or they like they like to have their wife banging other dudes and they get to watch or whatever and that's that's literally the literal definition of a cuck is where you let like yeah, another yeah. guy fuck your wife and yeah, you yeah. watch and um 
but there was one I was reading. It was on a Reddit. Uh, I don't remember if it was like a today I fucked up or whatever, or like it was some kind of one of those things where they tell a story about something that they regret. And this dude, he, um, he had his wife, uh, he, he let his wife, I guess, or I guess he wanted her to, whatever. I don't know. I don't know the cuck lifestyle. Um, he wanted to fuck this other dude. <laughs> Turns out her wife, his wife's new boyfriend is a Trump supporter. So this uh-huh. dude was fucking furious that like this Trump supporter came in and is fucking his wife and is making his wife happy for the first time in years. <laughs> and so this dude, this dude came to Reddit to bitch about it. And uh, yeah, and this Trump supporter uh, That's is awesome. putting in work on his wife for him. Uh, here's a couple more getting arrested here. A couple chicks or whatever. Look at Look at that one in the back getting arrested, too. You can tell she regrets it. This one in the front is kind of, like, probably indifferent, but she's got, like, a mm-hmm. massive nose. Look at that nose. It doesn't even fit yeah, under the mask. That's a big. I thought I had a big nose. Well, I know I have a big nose. Oh, and then apparently there was some struggle. And uh, look at this guy about to get powerbombed, too, on the right with his <laughs> underwear showing. Yeah, that, that's going to be a good aftershot. <laughs> Put him down on his head. Um, And then we've got, oh, we've got a burka here. Burka Burka Muhammad Jihad. Look at this guy mm-hmm. in the background too. This heavy fella. It looks like Kevin Gillespie for the, the cook guy. You know Kevin Gillespie. Sounds. No. Name sounds is that familiar. reference lost on you? It is. Damn. I was gonna say he looks almost like Randy from like back in the day, but with a beard. You're talking, you're talking about my name is Earl. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Ethan yeah. Supley, but yeah, who is now good. fucking ripped. Yeah, that like, dude if you look is at that ripped dude, now, man. That man. picture you sent me, I was like, what? That doesn't even look like him. No. It looks like a totally different person. That dude the, is a beast now. Yeah, if you guys in the chat don't know, uh, Ethan Supley, the guy who used to be in, um, you know, like all the Jay and Silent Bob movies, he was uh, he was always coming up trying to buy weed. Uh, Mall Rats, he was the guy who couldn't see the 3D picture. <laughs> he goes, uh, you dumb bastard. You dumb bastard. <laughs> The, a, um, schooner, a schooner is a, a boat. A schooner is a sailboat, <laughs> stupid head. You know what? The Easter Bunny's not real. That dude is jacked now. That dude is fucking yeah. super fit. Cause he he got... used to be really fat. Now he's super ripped. Well, yeah, because he made a bet with Kevin Smith. He said they tried to see who could lose the most weight, and uh, Ethan Suppley won. But then he kept going, and now he's like a professional bodybuilder. He's still in movies. He was in that movie uh, The Hunt, that one mm-hmm. that just came out not too long ago. Uh, and then here to cap it all off, uh, we have this guy getting his fucking face punch aside for free. Um, nice. And his homeboy in the background, like trying to film it or whatever with the, and he's got the boom mic. Anyways, this is the sort of shit. This is so funny to me. Like there's a video out there of, um, the Antifa guys squaring up against, um, the proud boys or whatever. I don't know. Like all the guys who were there in support of free speech and shit. And mm-hmm. like they're, predominantly trump supporters and they ended up fighting like duking it out in the streets like an old 19 an old-timey 1950s gang warfare movie and mm-hmm. antifa like got their asses beat like on the streets and it was the best it was so funny to watch <laughs> and like I saw that that was great and remember like that chick tried to slug that dude and he dodged it and he went to slug her but then he realized it was a chick and he just kind of like moved her off the road <laughs> like, <laughs> get out of here like that's yeah. the difference again and it, and it goes back to what we always talk about like we kind of got to protect the chick and uh, mm-hmm. no. and that's the difference between our morals and theirs is they're like willing yeah. to fucking you know burn down buildings and shit to harm uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and um, 
You know what? I don't know. Anybody in the chat, do you guys want to hear? Uh, my son wanted me to read his newest creepypastas. Do you guys want to hear them? We have a couple short ones. Do you want me to read them real quick before we, we bounce out of here? Let me know with a, you know, a thumbs up or an okay or something in the chat. V, what so do you are, think? Why don't you talk gonna, while we're waiting? I was going to ask if we were going to receive a, an update to what's going on with Dentist.exe. <laughs> Dent <laughs> you no. know, that's my favorite of your son's uh, creepypasta is Dentist.exe because I think that's the coolest like name for anything. Like, there's so many possibilities with that title. Like, that could be a movie. I'd watch a movie called Dentist.exe. <laughs> to be the, um, Well, I told you I drew that. Or I showed you I drew that picture, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Of him because he... He was always, he was talking about wanting to make more um, creepy pastas, and I said, "Dude, we need to work on something here because um, his creepy pastas are super short, right?" Mm -hmm. um, and that's uh, <laughs> he has three of them. He sent me three of them, and he asked me about them tonight, so I have to I have to read them, I guess, because he asked me if I read them. Right. Um, he uh, I told him we need to work on his story writing, and because his stories are way too short. So I told him about the hero's journey. I told him about the uh, oh, yeah. setting plot characters, all that shit. Like, I'm like, Hey, we need to work on developing your stories. Cause you write these little like shotgun blasts of something. happening. <laughs> you're not telling a story. You're telling me like, if I just ask you, Hey, what just happened? And you're like, Oh, well, fucking, I only got a second. So, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you. Right, real quick. Right, right, right. So I'm like, we need to work on your story writing and develop that a little bit. So we've been working on that a little bit, but before we got into um, before we got to that, I uh, he sent me three more, so I'll read them real quick. <laughs> They're like a sentence long, <laughs> a really long <laughs> run-on Dayton sentence. I was a normal person for Disney. Uh, the title is called "Why I Will Never Go to Disneyland at 3 A.M." because <laughs> 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 it's closed. Dayton, I guess, this is probably the answer. Uh, I, I was a normal person for Disney, but after this, I will never go again. It was a normal day. I went to Disney to ask for a job at two o'clock. I got the night shift and stayed at 3 a.m. I saw something. I thought it was the wind. But then I heard high-pitched screams. I saw somebody on a nurse bed, and the Mickey robot near it said, Mickey Mouse, death house. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And it was oozing out blood. I ran out. Next part at 100 likes. He's got he's gotten pretty serious about this these likes. He's not doing anything less or doing anything for anything less than a hundred likes. Right. Wow. Um this one's called Makahitmo. Did you know tell that him is. that we can't even get a hundred likes? <laughs> I, well, you know what? I'm gonna tell him anyways that he got a hundred likes. I'm not... <laughs> because I like I you know, whatever it takes for him to feel good. That's why I won't let him do his own streams and shit, because I don't want people to ruin his innocence and be like, right. Fuck you, faggot. You know, yeah. I'm like I got to protect him from that. So, of course, I'm going to tell him 100 likes. Um, <laughs> this one's called Makahitmo. I was playing in the forest when it started. Uh, it started of me playing Fortnite. Then I heard something on the phone. Help me. I am in the forest. I went to the forest with my friends so they could get help. I heard a chainsaw and I saw blood and guts everywhere. I saw a clown with a chainsaw and machete for hands. It said, I am Makahitmo. Get out or die, all of you more at 150 likes this time yeah he moved up i don't know if makahitmo is going to get 150 likes <laughs> 150 you know. likes oh this one is <laughs> a little bit think this is? yeah he's... <laughs> i i may have created a monster here um <laughs> this one's called bloody mary uh I, I believe it's based on a the same bloody mary <laughs> that you already know about so there's no there's no surprises here 
I was I was scared so much. I saw it. It was the scariest thing ever. I was playing games. <laughs> it's so repetitive. I'm sorry. I was playing games and watching TV and heard something from the kitchen. I was scared because somebody once told me a story. It was there. It was this killer. She's in the mirror. And if you have a candle and all lights off, then chant Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. It will summon her. And I tried that, but the mirror turned black and blood was dripping down. And I saw it was so horrifying. I was so scared. I saw it. It was the scariest thing ever. Dot, dot, dot. I will tell you at at 30 likes. This one's only 30. So, you know, uh, at least he's like being a little bit more um, realistic here. But reasonable, yeah. yeah. 30 likes, you can find out what he saw. That was the scariest thing ever. Um, anyways. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was Bloody Mary. <laughs> would, that's, that's my guess. I don't know. Like, let's, uh, you know. I don't want to ruin it for you. I know how it ends, but um, <laughs> oh, you, you know, <laughs> I'm, I have that sort of information. But yeah, I told him that we could draw, we could maybe draw his creepy pastas as like, uh, like short little. Because I was like, I could do that because your creepy pastas are so fucking short. I can draw yeah. them. <laughs> like I can draw them real quick for you. And so that's why I drew Dennis.exe. I drew it when I was like in the middle of the night and he was already asleep. I left it on his bed for him in the morning, and then he came in and he woke me up. He's like, "Hey." Did you draw this? And I'm like, no, I don't know who drew it. Like, must have been the fucking tooth fairy who normally draws you pictures and shit. Um, all right, you got anything to say, V? How do you want to close this out? Um, I don't know. I I think um I think we should just clarify that we don't do not support Antifa. <laughs> In case you didn't know, we're against yeah, it. Yeah. You know. No doubt. Um, yeah, don't don't. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, do your own research and like, there's a lot of stuff out there. You know, I I know I I'm on Twitter a lot lately because of what's going on. I like scrolling through and I follow all the right wingers, you know, Larry Elders and Candace Owens and Terrence Williams. I follow all of them, you know, and I do a lot, I I support a lot of the stuff that they say. But there are some times that I go, oh, is this is this true? You know, yeah. like I saw something <laughs> the other day that I was like, is this real? And it was like, um, no, today I saw. Um, and you know, we always talk about George Soros being behind everything, but there was a thing that po- somebody posted about him. They found that he like had donated like one point nine million dollars to Antifa, but then there was like nothing else to back it up there. And I was like, okay, like, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to make this a conclusion, you know, so that it just is, you know. But at least give me some evidence, you know. Like I'm the type of guy that I go, yeah, I'll get behind that, but you know, give me some evidence first, right, you know. Right. But um, so I'm not saying like to just listen to us or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you know do your own research and figure <laughs> well, the figure v, out what you. V, do. I'm gonna break it to you. I'm gonna be the one to break this news to you. Nobody listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Good point. Well, fair enough. In that case, don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter and you know at at v underscore at weenus or at what is it again? And at then Tom v underscore w e e n i s. Yeah, there it is. And then our, uh, you had me at Bigfoot other Instagram and yeah, it's on the Twitter. it's on the screen when my thing comes yeah. up. Don't forget to uh, follow those and you know send us messages and stuff. We usually always respond, you know, because we don't have a lot of <laughs> so it's not like we have to sift through emails or anything. So yeah, it's know. not like we're hot chicks DMs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> we get a D- we get an instant message and all of a sudden we're like. Huh? <laughs> like, why is yeah. there why is there a one next to that that uh, envelope <laughs> picture? Yeah, um, exactly. yeah, no, I'm totally uh, totally anti antifa. 
Um, that was what I told you the other day. Uh, I was like, I, I think it was you, or maybe it was my neighbor, or maybe I was just cussing, or maybe I was just cussing into the void or whatever, which I often do. Um, yeah. But I said, I was like, look, these things that Antifa stands for, Antifa, whatever, um, yeah. the things that they stand for um, are the things that, like, on a very broad, like, on a, on a very, like, let's say specific basis, right? Like, I am against fascism in mm-hmm. traditional terms of fascism, like uh, a dictatorial sort of situation. Like, I'm very much against that, absolutely. Um, but when everything becomes fascist, nothing is fascist. And if, like, mm-hmm. the things that they're sitting here trying to fight against uh, is what de- is what defines uh, Antifa and anti-fascism and anti-fascist mm-hmm. action then I'm a fascist, I guess, because mm-hmm. like I fucking hate all these things that Antifa stands for. And mm-hmm. if that makes me a fascist, then so, so be it. I guess I'm going to get yeah. a milkshake poured on me or whatever, um, <laughs> or hit with a brick or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we're very much against Antifa. We have been for years. I mean, we've been hating Antifa since before they were cool or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're very much against that. I know we post a lot about it. We'd post a lot of, like, that's the funny thing about yeah. the YouTube and shit. So, or I'm sorry, the Twitter, uh, Megabit Banshee. I don't think you're privy to this because Megabit's on our, uh, Instagram. Oh, okay. And, um, he, uh, you know, so he doesn't get, to, and on Instagram, I'm, I, I feel like I, I only post like the tamest shit because that's where Dave Outlandish sees our stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I post very like, you know, funny shit that I know isn't going to get him in an uproar. Um, and then because I just don't want to fight with them or whatever. Right, uh, right. But on Twitter, I'll say whatever the fuck comes into my mind in the middle of the night or whatever, which is, has gotten me into some trouble a few times. Right. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, that's where we we put out a lot of shit that's like anti like whatever whatever comes across our minds like that uh black black screen shit that yeah <laughs> trouble. the, <laughs> the um yeah. what was the other thing that recently oh I, when i was making fun of q uh and q oh yeah, yeah yeah and yeah, i got yeah. fucking suspended immediately when i posted that shit um yeah if you follow us on twitter you'll see all that cool shit so um recommend doing that if you haven't already subscribe to the channel give us a thumbs up or thumbs down either way i'm going to tell dayton that you gave him the 150 thumbs up that he wanted (laughs) (laughs) so i appreciate you guys uh hearing hearing us out and especially staying with us through the whole chaos at the beginning of the show thank you for that uh thanks for tuning in thanks for all your guys' support we uh you know we'd love the hell out of you anything else that we had to say v was there anything Uh, uh, oh you know what don't forget uh if to arm yourself if you don't own a gun, get a gun, man, because if these people do come into your neighborhoods and your towns, then you have every right. Like, this is something like and just like to end with. Um, recently, I plan – I've started doing the process to get a gun myself because it's, it's actually kind of hard here in California, um, even for a veteran, even for myself as a veteran. Um, but make sure you get a gun. Get, get Arm yourself because they're always saying they're going to go into your neighborhoods or whatever. And I'll tell you this, man. There's this thing called justifiable homicide. And if they enter your house and it's a felony and they plan to do harm, you are in your rights to put that motherfucker down. So keep that in mind, you know, if anything happens. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad to know that a lot of our audience is probably pro-gun anyways or at least pro-Second Amendment. So um, the, um, the funny thing my, is uh... – That's my piece. You have to like be in your house and shit in California in order to kill somebody, like and, and protect yourself. In Kentucky, you could be in the middle of a church, just hanging out, standing there picking your nose. And if somebody comes up on you and you blow them away, as long as you feel like your life was threatened, we have stand your ground. Like you don't have to, because there's yeah. like the duty to retreat, duty to, um, 
ah, there's a couple other ones, but duty to retreat is a big one. Um, and sometimes it only applies in your car. Like I think in shit, is it Wisconsin? I think you have to be in your car in order to kill somebody and not have the duty to retreat, but otherwise you have to like try to retreat. And if you can't prove that you couldn't have gotten away safely, um, from the assailant, then you could be in a lot of fucking trouble in a lot of places. Kentucky is just stand your ground. You could be in the middle of like somewhere where you could easily get behind something. And if you blow somebody away, as long as it wasn't premeditated and you legitimately feared for your life, that's, there's no questions asked. They don't even arrest you. They just, they're like, all right, cool. Self-defense. Um, but yeah, that's what's frustrating about certain States is they have like those very specific, like you have to check all these fucking blocks before you can shoot somebody. But here I'm like, I told Leslie that the curfew is in order or in, in effect for the rioters protection, not mine. Like that's because <laughs> those locks on the door, that's for the rioters protection, not mine. Because if they come in here, I'm going to make an example of every single rioter or looter who tries to burgle my house. So that's, uh, I highly recommend, like V said, getting yourself armed, stay strapped or get clapped as Sun Tzu said. And with that, 